It's the Bob and Tom Show. I have a Fender Strat pre-CBS 1962. Nice, nice. And a black Takamini signed by Pete Townsend of the Who. Pawn shop. <laughs> That's where they'll be. Oh, yeah. Until I come up with the cash I have till June 19. <laughs> Down at the pawn shop. <laughs> with the watches and guns. Down at the pawn shop. Getting divorced is fun. Down at the pawn shop. Locked up in the back. Down at the pawn shop. I think this guy's on crack. Down at the pawn shop. Pawn shop. <laughs> Did you say uh, June 19th? Yeah, June 19th, yeah. So, so they're available after June 19th? <laughs> if I don't pay it, yes. Yeah, that first guitar, Dean. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need the 20th off. <laughs> 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 it's a big the law is pretty strict when it comes to child support. <laughs> <laughs> you better pay on time or they'll haul your ass back to court. Down at the pawn shop, here's where I'll be, oh yeah, with my Martin D35 and a Gibson SG. Are you, are you serious? You got those? Are there at the Absolutely, pawn, like yeah. The, it's an SG. Like, is it vintage or like what, what year? It's absolutely vintage. The, the, the SG is red and not a scratch on it. All original parts. D35 doesn't have Brazilian rose windows. It, it actually does with the, 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 the jade inlay. With the jade inlay. Oh, this is, I could drive on over Grover t- tuners, yeah. You could drive over there. Down at the pawn shop. I need a quickie loan. Get out the pawn shop. I gotta pay for my phone. Get out, <laughs> Get out your picture ID. Aren't you Patty G down at the pawn shop? Pawn shop. Hey, hello, good morning. It's the Bob and Tom Show. There's Christy Lee. Hello. Josh Arnold is here. Hi there. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Willie Griswold here. What is up? I'm Chick McGee, and here's the one and the only Tom Griswold. Hello, Tom. Chick. Hello. T- Roger, Roger that. Yeah, they're very good. It's good to be here. Thank you very much. Chick's not coming in today. <laughs> Once again, off the air business. We don't need to do right there. Right. Well, we're glad to have you. We were... Oh, prep, right. Getting prepped yeah. for a no chick show. Yeah, here we go. Um, but we're we're uh, we're all chicked up. That's right. Uh, by the Maximum way, we're chick. we're going to be uh, chicking up uh, this uh, Friday morning. A special show coming to you from O H I O Ohio's Dayton, Ohio, uh, the birthplace of aviation, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we'll be in the air and on the air with a special treat uh, at um, a, a secret location. Oh wait a minute, it's not secret it's anymore. Not secret. Live at the tank. In the Dayton Arcade, you're welcome to join us. Just oh, there's an arcade? Oh, boy. I'm going to hustle play. some uh, pinball or something, maybe. Ms. Huh? Pac-Man and the Simpsons driving game? I'm going to have a blast. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if they have that kind of stuff, but it's called the Arcade. I will be there. and um, That's your way of being dated. That was interesting. Yeah. I love an arcade. You don't like an arcade? Going no, down I, there? No, I like an arcade. The games you mentioned, I don't think, are mm-hmm. top of mind right now. Crazy Taxi. That's, Crazy yeah. Taxi. There's a Star Wars game where you get to be Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. Pretty fun. Whoa. I Wasn't know. there like a burger maker thing or something? Wasn't mm. there like one of those games? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, burger maybe time. That, that's more 
suppose there's you suppose there's some billionaire that has had uh, either a pinball machine made with a bunch of personal stuff on it. That'd be cool. I mean, or is there a place? Oh, you mean for... like you see a Monopoly game that's themed to a city or whatever, and then right. you see a, a, a rich, rich guy who has a pinball machine that out of things out of his life. Want to come to my house play Monopoly? Me version. Yeah. Why don't they have? Those? I bet they do. I mean, they may, but I mean, they've got everything else. Yeah, you could probably get a pinball game made yeah. of the Bob and Tom. I, show. I was reading this article. You can essentially hire any band you want if you have enough money. Well, sure. Yeah. Some guy paid twelve million dollars to have the Rolling Stones play a party of like 300 people i bet wow. it was in abu dhabi or someplace wasn't it <laughs> i was in texas oh really wow <laughs> there was oil involved but uh, i'm just you have to wonder if there's a place you can go ahead like a pinball machine it's got you know my mercer school over here where i went to elementary <laughs> school uh you see how he's saying this very starbucks locations for you that's very ace uh, this is you should be a designer ace there's no doubt about it ace cosby ladies and gentlemen the legend of the voice the man and uh, we'll uh, look forward. To, <laughs> we'll look forward to that Ace Cosby joke of the day. Ace, the only one we know that actually watched was it the USFL championships. Yeah. Okay, the only one in America, I think. I th- apparently, the TV ratings are good enough to maintain the, the Cowboys. The- down the kicker from the uh, Birmingham Stallions. Okay, oh. so their dream is to, to play in the another league. The yeah, people get, are make, make some bank. Really? Not live okay. at the Marriott. Well, if they're having a good enough league, they should have. Uh, maybe the NFL players should dream about playing in the USFL. How about that? <laughs> Ace, I'd like to hip you up a little bit. Uh, I think you want to say make the bag. Isn't that what it is right now? Make the bag. Nice. Now, bank is uh, more, you know, an older. Yeah. But they're both the same. Is it make the bag or get the bag? You can get the bag. You can secure the bag. You can be in your bag. There's a lot of ways you can... Papa mm. has a brand new bag? Yeah. Of course. Papa's, uh, Papa's had a brand new bag for quite some time. Yes. <laughs> um, as a matter of fact, I, um, it's, it's amazing how that, uh, that term has sustained and maintained. But he got the bag, ladies and gentlemen. Um, now, if you're on a date and your date has to have the bag, that's... Papa's got a brand new bag. Oh, that is nice. It's nice, crisp, clean. The fabulous flames. Yeah. Now, um, uh, coming up on the show, uh, we're going to have a special guest, actor Drew Powell, um, on leave from Hollywood temporarily, and uh, wait, awaiting uh, the. Uh, it, will there be an, an actor strike? Uh, Josh, you were saying that the uh, writer strike is pretty much shut stuff down, and sure, yeah, millions yeah. of dollars being lost every day. And, yeah. Yeah, it's going to cost billions when it's all said and done. Wow. Yikes. Well, uh, we'll be talking to Drew about uh, what he's doing in the world of acting. It's always a great pleasure. He was our guest just uh, during, during the month of May. Um, also, uh, coming up, uh, Christy, you got any teasers for me over there? Oh, yeah. We have a water sommelier because, you know, H2O tastes different everywhere. Well, that's How true. about a hairy green tongue? Hmm. Not for me. Not Thanks, for though. you? Okay. That's huh. fine. Can Ugh. you hear the sound of silence? Yeah, we had that the world's quietest room, right? Remember that? Yeah, there's a, there's some place you can go, and I guess it's kind of disturbing. One of those places where you can hear the blood going through your veins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, boy. Yeah, I, and I mean, it's not mirror. <laughs> oh, we, we, I bring that up. Yeah, Doctor David Wolf, the astronaut, was in yeah. here saying, "You don't know what quiet is until you're on a space station and the power goes out, yeah. because you could literally hear your blood." Not to mention the fact that. Where's the where's the GD flashlight? <laughs> and we have another crazy beer out there. Hmm. This time made with an insect. Gross. Uh, actually, you know something? I, I I would try this one. It sounds pretty good. Okay. Um, you heard insect and you were in. No, I read about it, and when they described the taste, I thought, okay, 
remember when we tried the, um, the what are they called power bars? Yes, made of crickets, and we all gave them a thumbs down. Yeah. Uh, this I, I don't know. Judging by the the way the taste is described, I would certainly give it a um, I'd give it a shake. I'd give it a fair shake. Okay. okay. I don't I don't know if we can get a get a hold of this beer, but uh, we're going to try. But we'll uh, we'll find out about it this morning. We have um, a number of interesting world records coming up today, and uh, a number of uh, interesting people in trouble today for various uh, for various issues going on in the world. Um, and a, uh, we should have a court report every morning. Who, who went to jail? Isn't that, isn't that the <laughs> section in the newspaper? Oh, I, I got a court report. <laughs> uh, uh, Lawman's Journal, I think, was in my paper when I was a kid. You just who's suing who? Whatever. What happened to the court? The Lawman's Journal. Yeah. We can't do that. What if I don't come in one day and well, then you're reading it? Turns out I the, got arrested. You make the report. I was stealing a bunch of donuts. I get popped. I'm in jail. I'm in prison. Yeah. Waiting trial. It's very sad. Especially for donuts. Can't you afford your own donuts? Yeah, but it's the thrill. Ah, uh, okay. The um, juice, man. Uh, now, uh, we also have class reunion news. And, as, and speaking of the law, Sarah Silverman, the comedian, yes, is um, suing, I guess it's technically meta. Oh, really? Involving uh, the alleged use of, one of her book to train AI. Oh. Hmm. Uh, so I don't know. Um, how that works exactly, but uh, we'll find out. That's, I guess, a, a, trying to get that into a big class action lawsuit. Uh, what's coming up in sports? Uh, well, uh, we had a winner in the home run derby last night. Yeah, we got a home run derby. We'll talk about that. Who wants to go see Victor Wembanyama? Kids, we getting in the car, going to check him out at Summer Let's League? Let's go, Daddy! Not so fast, my friends. That's right. This is that terrible time in the summer where there's no basketball. There's Summer League basketball. There's no football, obviously. And right now, there's no baseball. It's the All-Star game. So we'll talk a little sports. Yeah, I went into a restaurant on a Saturday night. Like All the TVs were on Summer League basketball. I thought that was a that was kind of a shock. Summer league is fun, especially for like the Pacers have a really young team right now, so almost everyone is playing. It's really interesting to see how the teams are going to come together this year. But I would don't you think a lot of people wanted to go see the number one draft pick? Though? Oh yeah, they want to see Wemby do his thing. But he's not going to play anymore. They want to watch the baby giraffe out there, all elbows shooting that thing. Yeah, he's a tall, lanky kid. He's very much a baby giraffe. <laughs> okay, but he's no longer in the no longer playing. Correct. He's not going to play. I mean, we'll do it right now okay. if you want to. No, no, that's a good. They shut him down. Okay, well, I'd be kind of pissed if I purchased tickets to go see him. And, well, sorry, kids. Uh, three games and he's out. Uh, this portion of the Bob and Tom Show features Chick Me talking about those fine earbuds. By Raycon, that's right. Raycon's wireless earbuds. And you know Raycon's mission, you've heard this. It's to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and incredible smart tech listening features we've all come to know and love. With Raycon, you get a pair and a spare if you want. And you'll still pay less than you would with some of those other big-name tech brands out there. Raycon knows that nowadays you got to keep your eye on the old bottom line. That's why Raycon offers buy-now-pay-later options, an easy and free return guarantee, free domestic shipping, and flat-fee international shipping. And they have over 50,000 five-star reviews. And how about this? Raycon also, of course, has eight hours of playback, crystal-clear call quality, seamless Bluetooth syncing, and water and sweat resistant go to buyraycon.com slash tom today get 15 percent off your raycon order that's buyraycon.com slash tom the already low price score another 15 percent off your raycon purchase that's buyraycon.com slash tom love my raycons did anybody see this that the northern lights yep are going to be visible in 
17 a, states. A whole bunch of states coming up later this week. Thursday. Maybe. Mm-hmm. In a very unusual uh, usual uh, situation. We'll be talking about the Northern Lights. You ever seen them, Josh? No, no. You? Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, you're hiking Isle Royal, weren't you? Uh, well, that may, may have been. With the DuPont uh, kids. And all there. And yeah, they must be something. Lake yeah. Superior. Uh, we'll find out about the, the Northern Lights and uh, many other great things coming up, uh, including Drew Powell joining us. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors. No prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Meet your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Head to factormeals.com slash bobandtom50 and use code bobandtom50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code bobandtom50 at factormeals.com slash bobandtom50. To get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hey. Pat Godwin uh, on the road. There's Josh Arnold. Hi there. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Willie Griswold's here. Good morning. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Things are going as planned. Uh, Pat is probably somewhere in Georgia. We could probably call him. Uh, I hope they stayed in a hotel with a pool. Oh, yeah, I'm sure his son insists. Yeah. I think that's I think it's an absolute... Uh, sure. A must. Uh, he's on his way to McCurdy's in Sarasota, Florida for some great shows starting tomorrow evening. He will be recording his new television special, Mr. Pat Godwin McCurdy's in beautiful Sarasota, Florida. Right now, we uh, have a lot of things going on, but yesterday... Was yesterday or the day before? I forget when. Um, what is today? Monday, Tuesday? Uh, maybe it was last week. Uh, I got into a semi-argument with Josh about tipping, and... Um, I mentioned that uh, I tipped the guy at the uh, or the lady at the, at the uh, counter at the movies. Yeah, it's too much. You don't need to do that. And you used to work at a movie theater. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no they 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 make a salary. They make a wage. They don't need to be tipped. <laughs> it, this over tipping is causing trouble. It's people are, to people back... are going to expect it. It's starting and... to backfire too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, how is it? I don't get the trouble of tipping though. People expect it. Yeah, they're gonna now. Now we're all gonna have to start tipping in the concession stand. Huh. I, I I went to the movies yesterday, and I, I you know how much a, a regular soda is now, and I never thought I'd be this old guy complaining about concession prices because we all know they're expensive, right? But I was I I almost said never mind. <laughs> it was seven nineteen. What? And not not for a large for a regular soda. Oh my! And it's like okay, I'm blessed enough to be able to get this if I really want it, but. What about a family of six? Or yeah, like, this is insane. Hundred percent. And so you lunatics are throwing extra money on top of that. <laughs> He's right. 
Well, I should have gone back and taken the tip back because the air conditioning wasn't working in the theater. Yeah, and let's also be honest. When I was working in the concession stand, things got think you were served pretty well. <laughs> Let's look at the average concessionaire today. Well, this kid had done a really good job, so I, I doubt it. five bucks. <laughs> uh, but usually, though, it's the kid who's got one AirPod in, and then his buddies, the guy getting the popcorn, not even yeah. not talking to each other. They're when not was the last time you heard a thank you? At a, <laughs> this kid was doing a nice job. But so I, I get this letter here. My luggage was lost by the airline. They had it delivered to the hotel. Should I have tipped the guy? Since I'd been wearing the same underwear for three days. <laughs> well, he provided a service, I guess. But, yeah, I would have given him five bucks. The guy that brought you your luggage? Sure. But do you tip the guy from that's delivering it from the airline? Uh, I mean, no, you don't have well, to. I, don't. I mean... I mean, I guess I would. I just, he's probably a courier. He probably doesn't work for yeah, the airline. Okay. I would think maybe the airline should weigh in going, hey, we took care of the... Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, right. Josh, I think, but... Do you ever go to the movie theater where there's like a QR code at your seat and they bring you the food, that kind of I thing? I don't like those at all. You don't yeah. like those? Okay, right. but if you were to go to one of those, would you tip in that case? Yes. Because they're bringing... It's like a server, yeah. Right. Totally got it. Yeah. So if it's the conventional movie theater stand where you just do everything, there's no service involved, you're not going to tip. Right. But if there is service, you would. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. Just making yeah. sure. You don't like the movies where they bring the burgers to your chair? No, I can't stand it. I'm, oh. I'm there to see a movie, not to uh -huh. try to dodge a waiter's head <laughs> while I have to... <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's too much. Too much. Yeah. I agree. Hmm. Yeah, I uh, I kind of agree with you, but uh, my girl's like that, so we Have you decided it. not to ever go to another motion picture ever again in, no, a, pub no, no. in a public venue? Please. I'm, I'm please do as a really <laughs> I would like you to do that. Please. Really looking forward to Oppenheimer. I I don't think you're going to like it. I just saw the preview. The preview was great. I I I okay. Do you think it's going to be too slow? I I think it's going to be intense, and you're going to have to watch it. And two of the things that you really don't do well at. <laughs> so we'll see. I not going to. What about Mission Impossible? I might, I might go to that. I don't know. You know what? I got trouble with Mission Impossible. Why are they putting part one on there? That really throws me. Just tell me what the movie is, and that's a part two. Call that part two. But don't tell me that uh, you're only seeing half of what we're thinking here. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like it. Right from the outset. You like at the end of the movie when you think it's going to resolve. I love to, to be continued. Question yeah. mark. Love that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. Yeah, I really enjoyed Top Gun. That's a, That was your typical popcorn yeah. eating movie last year. Yeah, that's a hell of a mm -hmm. flick, isn't it? It's fun. A lot of abs, a lot of sweat. Well, at the Oof. end of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, one of the worst movies I've ever seen, uh, it says, the Star-Lord will be back, or something like that, right at the end. Oh. Is this the Galaxy 3? Yeah, the, the third one, whatever, yeah. Yeah, I can't... Which now is just, uh, they're all, they've just strung uh, fighting scenes and... Uh, um, music that I'm very familiar with, they just string those together now for those movies. Well, that's what I that's thought the Spider-Man yeah. thing was, just stringing together random scenes with these uh, sort of empty speeches that sound important but say nothing. If you're going to go see Mission Impossible, I'm gonna, it comes out July 12th, I'm going to warn you now, it's two hours and 43 minutes. Okay, that's it. Wow, that's part one. <laughs> yeah, that's part one. See, they should have just uh, streamed it on Netflix and made it uh, 15 episodes and a uh, nice stream. You know what the real bummer is, Chick, is when you go to the concession stand, they hand you half a popcorn and go, you'll get the second <laughs> half uh, next next year. I don't think I've ever eaten an entire portion of of popcorn at the movie theater, but I always get the largest. I don't know why I do that. Yeah, I just got a, a bucket that you could put a bowling ball in yeah. and then still have room to swirl it around. Do you take it home? <laughs> 
No, God, no. Oh, oh. no. Uh, no uh, well, so um, uh, I don't know what the people at the movie theater are doing. That's what I. I'm the employee, as far as I'm concerned. When I get there, they hand you a cup. Yeah. <laughs> for your pop and a cup for your popcorn, and they pat you on the bottom, and say, "Go get them," and uh, give me money for those pop, those cups, and then you're off, uh, off and on your way. Yeah, it's different. It is. It's changed. There's nothing. I'm. There's nothing. I'm. You have to get your own popcorn. Yeah. There's nothing. I'm. Yes. I'm saving for. Well, no, no, well, they're not. They're not even scooping. They're pre-scooping all the popcorn. Oh, yeah, the it's popcorn. already. Hand yeah. you a bag. The popcorn's yeah. been there. And since again, not at every knows. theater, but at many of the big chains. And <laughs> yeah. you're right. I paid seven nineteen yesterday for a soda I had to make. <laughs> oh no! It's the, the Coca-Cola freestyle machine is so go. fun. Getting half cherry Coke with orange in it. I'm getting half Sprite with raspberry in it. I'm I'm a grown man. I'm not doing that. Josh, I don't want to taste anything. Just sugar. I don't want any <laughs> flavor profile. I just want sugar juice, baby. <laughs> sugar juice. So, I have a question. What? Why do they uh, chain down the salt shaker? Because of me, because I steal it. I go there and I steal it. If this, I, let me tell you something. If the salt shaker's not chained, I take it into the yeah. theater. Like, <laughs> Do you really? Absolutely. Oh, that must be why. Absolutely. They I'm call right. those chains the chick chains is what they call you know them. We would salt, find them in the... Those salt shaker costs like uh, 90 cents for 4,000 of them. <laughs> and that's fine. They've had that many stolen. For uh, eight bucks a uh, drink and $12 for a popcorn, I'm stealing a salt shaker. I'd say, okay. uh, boy, I was in the theater business for maybe six, seven years, and I found at least three times well, I found the salt shaker in the you in a half-filled popcorn You bag. weren't in the theater business. <laughs> what do you mean? You weren't in the theater business. You, oh, I moved my way up. You worked at a movie theater. You worked at I eventually a ran, I ran one for a while. Yeah, you're still not in the theater business. You, you wouldn't Call, like you booked you wouldn't call running a movie theater in the movie theater business no that's interesting did you know how to thread the why is that interesting did, did, was it still film when you were there? yeah yeah did you yeah i could run the thread that you, you want to yeah. if you work at a gas station and run the register are you in the oil business no but that's not what i said if, I said it, if i said if i was in the motion picture did business you book the, did you book the films did you book the i would uh at one point i would decide what times they were going to show that's power did you ever uh, play a movie just for yourself? Yeah, you had to. No, I mean, after everybody left, did you ever? Yes, yeah, yeah, we would do that. But they wanted you to do that because they wanted to make sure you spliced it all together correctly. Wait, you so, have to splice them together? Yeah. So would you do that during the day? Back in the day, or, yeah. Would you do that at night? At night, we would watch them, yeah. You yeah. had to splice the what? What? I'm telling you, I was in the motion. I was in the movie theater. Business. You had to splice the movies together. You don't believe I spliced together? I don't believe they, I they would come in two canisters. Yeah. Josh is a liar. <laughs> two things. Two things. Josh is a liar. I, I don't him. believe anything he's saying. And we needed one of these to get through this first hour. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Now, are, are they are the movies now delivered primarily digitally? Yes. All yeah. Mm-hmm. So when they when you sent them back, did you have to de-splice them? You did. You had to you had to break them down. Yeah, huh? yeah. I'll be darned. So they I had just no uh, idea. they just you you get the movies and like what are they fifteen minute increments or something? And you put them all together and you got to put them in the right order. Yeah, not quite. I mean, they're longer than fifteen minutes, but yes, really. Yeah, it's really it's actually easier than it sounds. But it's yeah. It was. Did you ever like mess up and do first half of Toy Story, second half of Independence Day? <laughs> <laughs> Scare some kids. <laughs> That'd be something really. 
Yeah, no, no. My uh, my cousin John worked at a movie theater, and after hours, he would go in with his Nintendo Switch, and then he would play Mario Kart with his buddies on the big movie theater. Oh, screen. yeah, that's cool. And that has to be the most fun thing in the world. Yeah. Did you ever, like, when you would go to another theater and you were watching a movie, did you look for the splice because so, you knew it was coming up? I know, but I could. you could see when it was bad. Really? Yeah, yeah. But I would look for things huh. like, oh my gosh, they don't have the masking right, and uh, <laughs> which, you have which a, is the curtains. You know the, what? Yeah. Maybe he was in the movie. He's on a whole different level of working, at, working at a theater. I loved it. I when, loved it. When you go to a movie these days, do you pick it based? Do you, will you drive far away to get either better popcorn or a different? There used to be a place that made the popcorn right there, mm. and I would actually go in there, get the popcorn, and sometimes go to a different theater. Oh, and sneak it in. Yeah, the guy, the manager knew me, and he, I'd come in. I'm just getting popcorn. Yeah, yeah, I would sure. Sneak it into the other theater that had the movie I wanted to see, but had crappy popcorn. They love when you come in and just buy popcorn and leave. That's that helps. Yeah. Their, their per cap is. Don't call you it. love it when he says that he's super busy mm-hmm. and has no time to do anything, and then he also says that sometimes he goes to one theater to buy popcorn, oh, yeah. And yeah. goes to another theater to see well, the they movie. Don't do, but they don't do it anymore. But that's what he's busy. What do you with mean doing? they don't do Those it anymore? That like theater that. doesn't do that. Make their own popcorn. Oh. Anymore. Oh, they don't. My at all? theater makes their own. Yeah, popcorn. many still do, but they... yeah, yeah. That's hmm. I just went to that one. The AC didn't work. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> boy, that's rough. In the, in yeah, this yeah. time of year, yeah. Check local listings. <laughs> wow, sure is hot in this movie. Well, that's a switch. Usually, it's so cold you have to bring a blanket. Anyway, no. do you have any more questions about the uh, motion, uh, the movie theater business? What movie did you? Let me ask you this: <laughs> in, in the era in which you were a movie theater, how did he word a chick? He's in the movie theater business. Uh, in, in the era when you were in the movie theater business, <laughs> what movie did you watch the most? Would you go back in and... Top, oh, just back in for a scene? Yeah. Disclosure, probably. Because I was, uh, what was I, 16 or 17 and... Boobs? A bunch of, yeah, a bunch of the ushers. If you, any, there was there were certain scenes in movies, if you look back, there'd be six ushers standing there. <laughs> <laughs> Using the little flashlight wands to hide their erections. That, that was one of them? Disclosure, yeah, because it was Demi Moore uh, essentially having her way with Michael Douglas, and she was so hot in sure, it. Sure, 42 minutes, 17 and, seconds. Uh, yeah. Sure, yeah. It's <laughs> a good one. I don't so, even, what, what was that movie about? I don't even remember it. Uh, sexual harassment. Michael Douglas is, uh, Demi Moore essentially harasses Michael Douglas, and then uh, he sues her, and they're like, yeah, right, you can't be harassed by a woman, that kind of thing. Okay. But it's hot. Yeah, can tell. we all would have loved to. May, we may have to break. We may have to break early. A chick, our, our 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 theater manager over here is having a the theater mogul is, is over there. They got mad when I spliced that scene fifty times in a row. <laughs> Josh, there's no plot, man. We can't we did, can't show this. You have to understand. Did you ever, flashbacks. Did you, were you ever at the theater all by yourself and watch a movie all by yourself? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever? Um, Don't you, even ask. This. Oh no, I never had my way with Come my son. On. I never did Come that. On. I thought you were going to ask me. That's, that's not what I was going to ask. Yes, Good question, Tom. Yes, yeah. Yeah, you were. No, I. Right. You know what? I bet that's happened, but I. I honestly what, never did. What that. question were you going to ask? If he ever uh, made a pizza or anything? In no, that's. Not what <laughs> well, right. I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> so this all started with, me, with, with Josh saying I, sh- I shouldn't tip the guy at the. Uh, at the movie theater, yeah. But here's another thing that's interesting to me. A lot, a lot of the uh, uh, credit card machines now. You put the you you slide your own credit card in, and then it pops up and says, "Do you want to leave a tip?" Right, which is fine. Um, but uh, I was talking to someone yesterday. I went to a Starbucks, mm-hmm. and I was saying how clunky their app is. 
And to leave a tip, sometimes you have to go back to page one, and there's this little tiny thing. You have to go. But I said, "Do you are you aware that you know when I when I leave a nice tip, do you know it?" She, no, they don't tell them which customers are tipping, and uh, some of them have no idea that how to even. I said, "How do you tip on this?" Just to, and don't, they don't even know. Are they getting the money even? Yeah, but they're not. If you're a good tipper, they have no idea. Now, when you see a tip jar. Do you do the thing where you... Make you know, sure they see you? Make like a little flourish, like, uh-huh. kind of like a jazz hand. Yeah. <laughs> $5 bill. Yeah. I'm a little more... So- <laughs> Tipping you. <laughs> good person. Good person. Do you, know, you know what I do? What? I do the um, folding... I always do this whenever I tip. I fold lengthwise. Yeah. Like if you're like a valet or something. <laughs> or like you're at a strip club so they can pick it up with their butt cheeks. What? Oh, I've never been to. I'm into a strip club in forever. But <laughs> yeah, I, that's that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you kind of pyramid it half. I thought this was something that was classy. Now I feel like a loser. <laughs> now you're, you're you, people think you go to the strip club a lot. So I should I should tell the valet parking guy. But you have to. By the way, according to Judge, got to pick up the, that with your pick butt? up the four singles I just left you with your ass. <laughs> Whenever I tip, I yes, wave but, a big twenty dollar bill, and then they they have no idea. I'm just grabbing ones and fives out of the jar. They can't even see it. Watch one close-up magic video. Now I'm making a bunch of money. <laughs> oh. Where did that come from? The guy tears the bill in half and gives him half. And you'll get the second half of That's this. That's in a movie you don't like, The Apprenticeship of Duddy Kravitz. Oh. It's a great movie with Richard Dreyfuss. Man. Terrific movie. All right. I, they're at a, they're uh, at a family summer camp. Have you seen it, Josh? Has anybody else seen that? No, the problem with it is I'm, it probably is a good movie, but... It can't be great because it's never on anything ever. <laughs> point. If it were great, wouldn't it be on TNT once a week? Someone out there defend me on this. Not only is it a great movie, there is a. It's based on the Mordecai Richler novel. It takes place primarily in Montreal. Oof, Randy yeah. Quaid is in it. He's terrific. Richard Dreyfus, uh, Jack. It sounds Warden. like to me they made that movie again. The last detail, and it was much better. No, that no, and that's what the one people watch. But, but there is a there is a a movie within the movie. Mm-hmm. Where they hire a guy, they hire this blacklisted director to make a film of uh, of a family event that is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh, nice! If yeah. you if you see it, you'll thank me. I know I'd like to see it, but it's impossible. Well, may, that may, that may <laughs> be because some the legal way thing. You, uh, yeah, I can't watch it just on principle alone. I won't. <laughs> and yet, you just cited one of the scenes. I'll tell you, Willie. The scene is they're at this family summer camp. I'm already so out. Long. Earlier, you tried to sell me on this, and you said it was a book in Canada. I, I don't know, care, right? man. I'm way out. All right, fine. <laughs> Mordecai Richler recognizes one of the great writers of the 20th century, but I forgot I'm in the illiteracy group. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the treasurer. <laughs> this is crazy. The guy t- with, like with great flourish, so this guy better. takes a $50 bill sure. and says to the waiter, he rips it in half and goes, if you do a good job, you get the other half. What a dick. Yeah. That's a, no that's joke. A real dick well, what a class move, though. It's because a dick it, move. Class move. Classist move. <laughs> Hey, hey, listen, uh, hey, listen, Trotsky. If you want the money, you're going to work for it, okay? Hey, I know in your I little socialist I... dream world uh, <laughs> yes. where uh, he's going to work hard just because he, he he wants to be there for May Day. If you're judging me based on my Das Kapital tattoo, <laughs> I think that's unfair. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. Um, Where were we? Oh, tipping. Oh, oh well, um, someone back me up on what a great movie The Apprenticeship of Duddy Kravitz is. I'd, I'd like to see it. And is it Duddy or Duty, or you said it nine different ways? Well, it's said both ways. In, it's said uh, both they, ways in the movie. Yeah, well, that's any sign of any good movie. Yeah. 
<laughs> they don't know what the title is. That's a yeah. That's a dead giveaway. There's no way I can win this argument. Probably not. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus could come in and you might personally wanna... endorse hey, it. I was proud of that film. <laughs> he's terrific. <laughs> and I've heard Richard Dreyfus one just you, he's un, he's impossible. You can't work with him. He's a, I don't just know. awful. Could be. Who knows? He's a great actor. That's Sounds all like he fit right in here then. Yeah. Well. <laughs> speaking of fine actors, yes. Drew Powell's going to be joining us this morning. Yay! Well, and uh, he's got some interesting news. I think. Uh, right now, I want to do a little quiz. I'll start with you, Christy Lee. What is your sleep number setting? 45. What does that mean? That means it's on the softer side of the mattress, since the mattress goes all the way up to... 100. That's my firm, firmness number, Tom. I like the firm mattress. Either side of the bed... 100. ...is adjustable. Yes. That's right. And uh, the sleep number people perfected this years ago. Now there are other aspects of the mattress and the bed that they're working on to make sure that you get... The ideal night's sleep. Even if you sleep during the day, yeah. that's fine. They don't discriminate. This should be called the freedom bed. Sleep at the next level. Unlock your unique potential with a smart bed that performs as well as you do. And uh, here's something brand new. You can save $1,200 on Sleep Number's most popular 360 smart bed right now. And special financing is available for a limited time. This is a brand new offer as of today. You'll only find it at the Sleep Number store. Go to sleepnumber.com slash show for all the details on the special financing available on the finest of the Sleep Number catalog beds. Check it out in person. It's the only way to do it. And um, sometimes um, you'll get some nice tips from your bed on how to sleep better. So uh, I know they've got, for example, a bed where the head raises. I've got one of those. Helps with acid reflux and other issues. And you can uh, have it help with your snoring problems. Find out what I'm talking about. Sleepnumber.com slash BT show. Coming up in sports, the number one pick in the NBA is no longer in the summer league. Well, thank you for joining us. Three games in, goodbye. We'll find out about that and more. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. The show is also out there for you on our YouTube channel. Watch and subscribe. And on the iHeart app. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hi. There's Josh Arnold. Hi there. Ace Cosby's here. Hey. Willie Griswold over there. Hey, man. He's got some sports news for us. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much, Chickster. Um, a couple special hellos this morning. Hello once again to Captain Rob of the Little Mama in Charleston Bay. Morning, Captain. And, Where, uh, what part of Michigan is that in? Charleston Bay. It's uh, South Carolina. Oh, uh, oh, we can say hello to Michigan, all our friends listening on the Bear. Uh, hello, Petoskey, Harbor Springs, Charlevoix, Boyne City, Traverse City, et cetera, et cetera. I'll be in Charleston next week. Really? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. What do you got going? Is this a, a solo trip? Are you going with the man? <laughs> I'm going with my husband and our kids. Well, yes, it's a, called a vacation. I'm very familiar with that. You don't have, you don't have kids together. No, no, not sort of yet. A, Fingers sort of crossed. Big, big yeah, mix of bastards or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you call them. <laughs> bastards. We were both married before. <laughs> yeah. I, I just like Josh. Don't be rude. Christy doesn't have bastard children. My dad has bastard children. All right, yeah. get it straight. Get it right. <laughs> Look, that was a lot well, bigger deal in the Middle Ages. Sure. It's <laughs> yeah. like really not not a thing at all anymore. Yeah. Thankfully, those girls fun, couldn't run a country. They couldn't, you know, because right. <laughs> uh, they're little girls. Can you ever call the seven-year-old girl a bastard? It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, let's see. Now, we were talking about tipping. 
And uh, Josh was upset because I tipped the guy at the uh, movie theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, overtipping's a problem these days. But it was this kid. But it was, was working hard. It was just him back there. I could tell he was a you know nice kid. Hey, here. I could tell he was a nice kid. I guarantee you he had blonde hair. That's what that means. I guarantee you. Know, you know, I was uh, at the uh, tavern the other night. This <laughs> guy named Ted walked up and uh, we started talking. What a nice guy. Do you tip at fast food oh, restaurants? Really? Oh, Ted. You mean Ted Bundy? Yeah, what a nice guy. <laughs> Clean cut, smart. I thought you were going Kaczynski. Yeah. And I'll tell you Our, what, he seems like a ladies man. Oh, yeah. Boy, women just love him. God, handsome people are the best, aren't yeah. they? Do you tip mm. at a fast food restaurant? Depends, some of them. Like oh, my God. You have to be stopped. I think Josh overreacted well, a little bit, but now I couldn't agree more. Because now be when you put your card in, they automatically come up with, do you want a tip? Some of them. Some of them don't. Ugh. I wish some of them did. Like when you're at Chipotle. You know, it's, they're working Let me hard. ask you They're something. working hard back there. Are you really... Are you... Are you tipping because you think they're doing a great job and you want them to earn more money? Or, or are you tipping because you're worried they're going to say that Tom Griswold didn't tip? No, no. It's because I used to work at a restaurant, and I know that... No, I don't believe you. I well, think you're worried. I, I, I think you're worried. worried. I, it's not a matter you're of you believing me. You're worried that Tom, uh, they're going to say that you, because you really do think that way, and you <laughs> don't want to give them a tip. <laughs> I mean, they, don't, they don't know who I am when I'm at Chipotle. I, just don't right. I mean, construction workers work hard, but do you roll down your window and stop and go, here, fellas. <laughs> here, top that building off for me. Here you go. Here's a Finsky. Go buy a beer. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay, what about, how about this? I, I've got a letter here from a guy. I uh, I went to a local pizza place that you take the pizza, but they haven't cooked it yet. Do I tip them for making the pizza? Well, I think so. Yeah, I do too. If you're carrying out, yeah. anytime you carry out, I think you you can. I sure. think tipping is completely acceptable. Maybe not mandatory, uh, but, but acceptable. You're should it be carrying 20, 20%? out. You're not even eating in their restaurant. Yeah, but, yeah, but so when you order carry out, you don't tip. Of course, I tip, but I'm just saying. But you tip out of fear of people saying I don't tip. <laughs> <laughs> Christy Lee At came least to my she's restaurant. telling the truth. Yes. Instead of you coming up with some fantastical, well, he seemed like a nice young man. Well, the kid at the movie theater has no idea who I am. That's you have no idea. You don't know who knows who. You well, that's okay. That's I mean, let's take that out of it. You know, yeah. Should you still just be tipping everybody? What about a third option that he tips people so that he gets special treatment in the future? Is well, that is that on anybody's radar? Yes. He wants to be able yeah. to go, hey, this is my Chipotle. They take care of me there. I know Trevor and the fellas, yeah. they give me my bean burrito. I I'm a big line. fan of that sort of gangster uh, behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love grease. I like that. <laughs> Don't you hate it when you go to a restaurant you go to all the time and all the staff knows you and they give you the one that doesn't and you have to deal with it? So you... You've said the same thing four different ways right now. So I'll say, I don't know if they know me or not. I'll Boy, say, they better know I'll, me. That's I'll all say, I know. Look, I have no idea what I normally get here. Ask Amber. She usually waits on us. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and this, but this see, myself. I had that happen. I was at a lunch, and I did not pick up the tab. And the person that did did not tip well. And she somebody went on Twitter and said I was a bad... And it just... It was like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, I had nothing to do with that. You got to tip personally at group dinners because you never know with the person that signs the check what they're going to do with right. it. Right. I'll always turn on just a five or a ten in front of my plate at a group dinner. Ooh. Yeah, that can be a real problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I found out the hard way. I disagree. That person had an attitude problem. And uh, yeah, I know she got fired because of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
You got somebody fired? Wow. Yeah, no, I, I she, that, that girl got now. herself fired. Yeah. Let's look at it. Christy is opening up job opportunities in the city. <laughs> Christy goes to a restaurant. All the servers get fired. No, they don't. Team. I tip well. Yeah, oh Christy did nothing wrong. <laughs> nothing wrong. Well, all that time. <laughs> all I got to say is if Tom's been to your restaurant... And you've made some new hires recently. <laughs> you better tell these people who Tom is. And when he comes in, you better know what he orders. Or there's going to be hell to pay. So you go to restaurants, you don't even know what you order? I'm not much of a menu reader. I think what we've learned in the last uh, <laughs> last bit, you know conversation, uh, we're all impossible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, and we maybe have... have no business out in society. Maybe. <laughs> we have we have a new story. Helpful. <laughs> like, have, I don't know that. We have a new story coming up. I forget. Did I print the one about menu anxiety? Yep. I got it right here. Menu this, anxiety. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is really interesting. No, it's not. It's because everyone can order off a menu but you. <laughs> Three in ten Americans, Chick, have menu anxiety, apparently. Bullshit. When ordering food from a restaurant, the survey of 2,000 adults found younger generations were far more likely to have anxiety while ordering. 41% of Gen Z have menu anxiety. And among millennials, 18 to 43, that have menu... Vi- That's quite of a spread. 18, 20 to 50%. Only 15% no, uh, of Gen age. X and baby boomers report having menu anxiety. So it'd be opposite of what is written here. Didn't she say... For eight, him. You, you said 18 to 41%. Was that the age? 18 to 43. 41%. Or, oh. 15% Gen X, baby boomers, 44 yeah. to 77. Oh, you're right, Jake. That doesn't make... Older folks don't have menu anxiety, apparently. Of course right. not. I won't go to Greek restaurants. Why? Please tell me why. Because they don't tell you how to pronounce that thing with the big stick. Why don't you just do Euro? Is it, stick? Is it euro, yeah. gyro, gyro, whatever? Well, if you're getting it's a big a stick, it's not a euro at all. You're talking about where the lamb meat is. Yeah, the lamb. No, gyro. It's gyro. Don't say gyro. Just order lamb. We've all decided so, on gyro. I don't know where you were. Are they toying with me when I said like a gyro? They go, you mean a gyro? Yeah, probably. Yes. Yeah. It's oh. be like, no, I don't. It's gyro. <laughs> yeah. Also, you're very fun to mess with. Goofing with you is mm-hmm. a good time. You get confused. You get scared. Yeah, it's I a lot a, of fun for everybody. I built a very nice living out of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, so it's you skew good. these results because you have total menu anxiety. Yeah, I ask a lot of. Yeah, I just like to ask what's good and go from there. No, this is our fault because you say things like wind cooker, and we understand that you mean air fryer. We've let you rely on us too much. When you go into the world, you think you can rely on people. Yeah. <laughs> Read a menu, order a sandwich that's on the menu. Do you have menu anxiety at all, Willie? Not at all. Yeah, I, you seem pretty confident. I have the opposite. I go look at all this food I can get. How exciting is this? You know what I hate? I I do get menu anxiety when the menu's on the board behind somebody. Oh, I hate that. Because you can't hardly okay. read it, and it's small, and oh, yes. I, I hate more than anything. What? Having to use that square thing with all the goofy stuff on it. <laughs> goofy stuff? What does he mean by goofy Is it a, stuff? You mean a QR, QR code? code? The QR code. <laughs> can't stand that. Willie, I'm sorry. I just did what you asked. You said we should stop doing. <laughs> with all that goofy stuff on it, and he thought we were going to understand what that means. We did. Yeah. I thought you meant you had Bazooka Joe cartoons on there. <laughs> he does this stuff. all the time. He hardly participates in any conversations <laughs> You know anymore. what I'm saying? Josh, you, you, you failed He'll come here. up to you, and he'll go, so I was at the, um, at the uh, car wash. Yeah, I was at the car wash, and... Uh, it goes right. on for hours, and but he's see, not said anything. At least with the QR code, you can scan it. It's on your phone. You can read it. The board's behind people. Yeah, you I have to that. get right up on top, and then you get a line behind you, and you're that's that gets a little stressful. But I would, yeah. like, I, I would like to do something here. I would like really nice restaurants to please put pictures of your food. <laughs> 
I, it's driving me crazy no, now. No, life isn't a diner. No, because no. I, I, I was at this really nice place over the weekend, and I'm suddenly I found myself going like this and then saying to the waitress, what's that? Oh, God, what a hillbilly. No, I think it's What some, a hillbilly. Sometimes these exotic... What you got over there? These ex- exotic dishes. Show me a picture of it. Sir, Come that's on. a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, what, what to you is an exotic dish? <laughs> Sir, that's our dishwasher. Don't point at him. I'm just saying, it's, it'd be a lot easier. I mean, there's a reason they do it. They do it at that Mexican place, Verde. Get that nice pictures of the stuff. Oh, I, what's that thing? Okay. I don't know a tamale from a tortilla from a uh-huh. you know, whatever. Esperanto. I'd like a photograph of it, so I know Denny's what I'm does that. Good. That's a smart move. I'd like to see some of these higher end places start doing that. You know what I've never done is picked a dessert off of a dessert tray. Mm. Have you guys ever? Oh, done I have. Where it's wheeled to your I table. I did it last you weekend. You all have that. Yes. One. I had the creme brulee. That's why I like the cafeteria. Oh, look. (laughs) By the way, those chicken livers look great. Hey, the jello's red. Cool. (laughs) Sometimes those are just display desserts. They bring the one out from the back. You can't just grab it, they get very That is true. In Japan, they have all the food and plants. Yeah, I yeah. did pick it, and then they brought another one. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Okay. But well, I've still never done it. Um, we'll find out more about menu anxiety, if you have it. And uh, we have some sports coming up. Um, also in the news, uh, board game news and platonic relationship news. Okay. Up. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Got something to say? Send us an email. Bob and Tom at BobandTom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hi. There's Josh Arnold. Hi there. There's Ace Cosby. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, man. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much. Special edition of this show coming to you live from Dayton, Ohio, this Friday morning. Looking forward to that. We'll have some special guests, including Roy Wood Jr. Yeah. Before we move on, I don't know if you guys saw this, but um, there's something cool about... um, the Northern Lights. Sure did. Have you seen this? They're gonna, they're yeah, gonna be... 17 spots on Thursday will be able to see the Northern Lights, apparently, in North America. So 17 states are involved. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it, depending on the... Right. The, the, the cloud cover yeah. and, you know, a lot um, of other things. But. Montana, Vermont, uh, Wisconsin, Idaho, Wyoming, Nebraska, Maryland. Indiana. Oh, okay. Indiana. It's really amazing. Yeah. We'll see. Have you, you've never seen the Northern Lights? No. No, I haven't. Hmm. I but I want to. I want to see him uh, up in Alaska, though. I don't. Yeah. I don't want the cheap ass. You need to go to Iceland. Forty-eight Greenland, wherever it is. So wait a minute now. This, <laughs> this incredible phenomenon of nature. You, it's only going to be valid for you if you're in Alaska. It doesn't count down. Well, here. it's too, there's too much you have to worry about to see him down here. Yeah, that doesn't count. Cloud, what do you mean? I, I think the only time they've been visible here decently is like '91 or something. I saw that a couple of days ago. Wow. Because all this kind of cloud cover and junk, and people say this every time, and nothing happens. Hmm. I used to think that it was from, it's a real belly flop, Tom. They used to say, they used, they used to say that. Oh, that's the. I, can, I remember seeing them in northern Michigan. They'd go, of course, yeah, that's the reflection of uh, off the uh, off the ice caps. Apparently, it's not. I guess it's some kind of solar wind, 
and mm-hmm. ions flowing from the sun's surface. Was there a guy the who's trying to? Boreals. Was there a guy trying to take you back to his tent? Yeah, no joke. <laughs> That's what that sounds like. Hey, baby, you know those, uh, that, that beautiful color in the sky there have from the ice caps. Come on, have a drink. Yeah. Was there a guy? Why don't you come back here? <laughs> come back to my tent. Sorry, we'll I brought about it. Sorry, I brought it up. <laughs> I've got a book if you want to see pictures. Yeah, I got uh, uh, coming up, uh, we're going to be joined by actor Drew Powell, and uh, right now we're going to. Are we going to touch on some sports this morning? Uh, Willie has the headlines. Actually, yeah, Victor Wimbledon. Yama's first and likely last summer league is over. The San Antonio Spurs have seen all they needed from the number one pick in this year's draft and won't play him during the remaining games in Vegas. Wimbenyama's final numbers from two games, 36 points, 20 rebounds, 8 blocks, 3 assists, 41% shooting from the floor. He played 54 minutes, shutting him down from games, starts what will be a needed break for the 19-year-old from France whose last professional season in his homeland nearly started a year ago. So he's been busy, uh, but I think a lot of people will be disappointed. They want to. They want to watch him. I think that people are worried that he won't play. He's got to play at least sixty-four games in the regular season to qualify for Rookie of the Year. So I think they want to make sure he's healthy for the regular season. Okay, um, All Star game what, tonight. What you're talking about is uh, a big uh, sticking point in the NBA right now. It's called load management. How often do the All Stars, the really big names, play every mm-hmm. night in the NBA? And uh, there's a big difference of opinion in that. Yeah, well, if you're I'm, uh, if you're buying a ticket, you know, if if some you know big star is coming to town, and you you buy the ticket to see him, and then they end up not playing him, it's kind of a ripoff. I mean, it's supposed to be a show. Yeah, makes you wonder why China didn't want them to play that night. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the conspiracy. Oh, yeah. okay. Or real life facts. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it, put tomato, tomato. <laughs> we got the call. Take him out. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Uh, what else is going on? Home run derby last night, Wilbur. Yeah, here we go. Uh, Toronto's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. joined Vladimir Sr. to become the first father-son duo to win the All-Star Home Run Derby, beating Tampa's Ray Arazarina. No. Nailed it. 25-23 in the final round. That's awesome. Guerrero defeated Julio Rodriguez 21-20 in the semifinals after the Mariners star hit a 41 in the first round in front of his hometown fans. That's ridiculous. Batting against Blue Jays manager John Schneider, so it was an inside job. Guerrero was the last of four semifinalists to swing and the first of the finalists, setting a final record, a final round record for homers to top Pete Alonso's 23 two years ago. Uh, Vladimir Sr. won the 2007 Derby. I think uh, John Schneider played uh, Luke Duke. Isn't he? that right? Yeah. That's right. And then uh, your Tom Wopat. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> played Bo Duke. Schneider still shows up or is it the other way Tom Wopat was in here a few years he ago. He was? I don't Very remember nice that. Guy. No how kidding. Do you, how do you remember that? I don't remember that. You don't remember what a, a restaurant serves for food, but you know what Tom Wopat was here. What was he pushing? Uh, he was. Uh, he had some album. No kidding. But he was couldn't have been nicer. Well, I'm glad to hear. Very nice guy. Um, Did he tip, you think? I bet you he's like 20% plus a five. We had some guy (laughs) who used to pick up your garbage cans, Tom, who emailed me and said, you even tip that guy. Picked up the garbage cans? Tom is a really nice guy, it says. He even tipped us. Well, you know. So what a people, lunatic! People are working. I, again, I used to work at a. Did you leave the money on the okay. top of the bin? Or? And, and I'll tell you one of the interesting, <laughs> interesting things. Interesting things about restaurants in some states. Here we go. In some states, you, the uh, the servers cannot uh, don't have to share tips with the staff uh, mm-hmm. that's do, doing all the work. 
So, I mean, you know, if you're back there cooking. Well, how are you going to get money to the cook? Do you walk back into the kitchen and tip the chef? Well, you know, sometimes. If there's a place I go a lot, I'll bring in a case of booze or something. That's nice. That's just That's a nice, nice gesture, yeah. How and as, you... as, as, By the way, I'd like to say, as a general rule, a lot of uh, men and women that cook <laughs> are very happy to receive alcohol. <laughs> it's got to be high stress. <laughs> yeah, if you've watched, if you've the watched bear, bear, you know. You know it's a stressful job. No, I forgot the whole you're tip, effing world You're tipping the, the trash guys? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Josh, you really should watch Bear. It's yeah, quite apparently. The, quite told. the series, yeah. The Ted Lasso of the now, I guess. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what are you now? You're now opposed to watching shows that people like? Kinda. <laughs> I'd say it's not a quality I'm proud of, but yeah, I hear 12 people, oh, have you seen The Bear? I like this episode. Well, that one was magnificent. That's, I'm out just because you're all sh- not shutting up so, about it. So, in other words, commonality <laughs> is something you oppose. You know what? You've really become more me than me. I like, <laughs> I like this very much. But you did go see the indiana jones movie yeah i enjoy those yeah very much okay and it was good to see one of my heroes back back on the screen well who's that or is that the surprise henry jones jr indiana jones harrison ford indiana jones. yes oh <laughs> we named the dog indiana <laughs> i see i see um well uh we'll, junior. we'll move forward here all right uh fine. do we have any more sports over there uh, barely. How about that? There's uh, some records I think Chick has, but there's one sports story. It's not really a story, though. Let's just move on. All right. Uh, an Australian surfer is recovering after his nose was impaled by a fish. Oh, no. According to Nine News in Australia, we'll leave the shrimp on the barbie for you. <laughs> Stephen Kazak. Kazik was uh, surfing in Indonesia when a gar fish launched out of the water. The fish's beak broke off and wedged in the cartilage of Kazik's nose. (laughs) The surfer initially thought the impact was from one of the friends throwing seaweed at him. It was not until his surf coach came up to him and told him there was a fish in his face. There's, it's literally piercing his nose. A fellow, oh. a fellow surfer also happens to be a doctor, set up a makeshift surgery back on dry land. Within 45 minutes, he removed the fish beak, and he stitched up Mr. Kazik's face. So he's a surfing unicorn. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it, I mean, it's right through. <laughs> it looks like a lawn dart in his face. Hmm. Um, yeah, that, an unexpected, I guess better than a shark. Yeah, I'll take that. I'd, I'd rather have the nose piercing than, you know, like my hand bitten off. Uh, remember the one we had last week where the idiot uh, jumped in the water and started feeding the sharks by hand? Yes. Mm-hmm. And what was it, 150 stitches or something? Yep. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Again, you deserved it, sir. I just feel bad for this guy. Now that his uh, nose is pierced, he has to, by law, work at Starbucks for three months. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you guys could see Willie hatefully clapping at me. Oh, no. <laughs> I had a Marissa joke in the chamber. I'm going, no. I was, I was trying to have fun. My bad. What are the odds if a person has a nose piercing that they have a tattoo? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I love this journal. I had a piercing one. What, you, what is your speculation? Much more likely. Okay. Yeah, any body mod might lead to more body mod. You, you had, had a nose piercing? You had a nose ring? I did not have a nose piercing. I had a, pierce, I had a cartilage piercing. Remember that, guys? Yep. When I, I first, remember I think talking when I first about came it. In, it was... Yeah, you should hip hip yourself up though. You like a big, a couple of huge hoop rings. <laughs> you can pull that off. <laughs> Would you say that you've gotten uh, older in your uh, outlook on life since you started working here? I mean. I've got. I've matured. I in, think you know what I'm talking. In about. certain ways, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I want you to come in with a purple eyebrow ring so bad. Just a big purple. It's still kind of swollen from the piercing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, check now, this is, out. Is there a code anymore? I don't think so. Like, the left ear would be, you meant you're gay. Right is wrong. It used to be some kind of a... I mean, that's what they would say. I know, but that expression... I know. It is totally laughable, of course. But there was just a thing... You're not going to believe me when I tell you this. In the Wall Street Journal last week, about wearing your keys, clipping your keys to your belt. Yeah. Which... I kind of like that idea because... Then you wouldn't lose your keys? Well, these key fob things are so big now. and they. Tom, it's great. When I worked in... Uh, when I was in the movie theater business... That's right, yeah. Jake. I was in cinematics. He <laughs> <laughs> was in the movie, uh, movie theater, yeah. I, you, I always did that because I was always taking my but keys. But this has become kind of a fashion thing. It Spielberg has? always said that Josh has the pri- the, la- the final cut. That's what ah. he's always But said. the point, again, the wearing your... Clipping your keys to your belt. But it started as a um, lesbian thing. In lesbian culture, that was a big thing, and it's now evolved. No. According, to, according to this article? According Wait to the Wall minute. Street Journal. Janitors used to do that. Well, apparently it was some kind of code in the world of gay women. I'm not... That's, that's what interesting. This, that's what the article said. Back I, when, unfortunately, folks couldn't go, oh, hey, you know I what, I'm a lesbian. Love, I would love I to, to find <laughs> out what the article actually said. Well, I'll read it to you in a matter of moments. I can get it on my screen. I subscribe to the Wall Street Journal. You well, look at you, hoity-doity. That's right. I'm sorry. I forgive me for reading. Why would you find that interesting to read? Just because you could get your own hackles up? You, oh, this will make me upset. <laughs> no, I'm just wondering, is there currently a code? If you have a nose ring, if it's on this nostril? I think nostril, part no, of the reason I, it's a code, so you don't know what it is. Right. Well, yes, if there are codes. But I think we've thankfully progressed to a place where we don't have to have codes anymore we can go i am a gay man right or exactly. i am a gay woman yeah by the way <laughs> if you see a woman with keys on her on her on her belt line don't say by the way i'm an ally miss good to see you <laughs> yeah, yeah there's a chance don't oh you know there's a, yeah That's a, a that sounds exactly what he would say <laughs> by the way big fan of the indigo girls too uh-huh. okay my son drives a Subaru. Good to see you. All yeah, right. Don't do that. <laughs> you hear that? I really connected to It's like, what? I run a storage unit. Yeah. I'm not gay. <laughs> but oddly enough, my gay daughter drives a Jeep, so I've, I've got to tell her to switch to the Subaru? Is that what's happening? <laughs> wow. It's very confusing. Sam drives a Subaru? Yeah. Sam's your gay daughter? <laughs> well, that's the weird thing. <laughs> he swapped his... Wait a minute. No, I'm forgetting what happened. I forget who's who anymore. Uh, right now, I want to talk about Josh's place. Josh has got a nice house over there. Yes, he uh, does. Were you smelling my house just now? Or did you just have a sniff at that time? (laughs) Josh has got a nice house. Yeah, very good. Uh, And uh, tell me about uh, home maintenance, et cetera, et cetera. Well, Angie has made it super easy to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. They're better than ever. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to even start. Not anymore. Not when you Angie that. You find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need on the Angie app or online. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience. They've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project. Go to the website. Go to the app. Answer a few questions. Angie will handle the rest from start to finish. Or Angie will help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect with them instantly so you can find out how much that dream project may cost, what it will entail, but you know you'll find somebody who's perfect for your project. That means you can take care of about just about any project in only a few taps on the app or online. When it comes to getting the most of your home, you can do this. Win 
you Angie that. Josh, you've said online a lot, what's the website? Well, the patience, I'm getting to it. First, I want to tell you about the free Angie mobile app. And now here you are, angi.com. That's the website you want to visit, angi.com. Angie that. You'll get your project done well. Thank you very much. Coming up, we're going to be joined by Drew Powell, actor. Coming up in the news, something called uh, Green Hairy Tongue. Oh, no. It's a thing. And uh, all I can say is, yikes. (laughs) Uh, This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. At the news desk, it's Christy Lee. Hey. And there's Josh Arnold. Hi there. Ace Cosby's here. Hey. There's Willie Griswold. Good I'm morning. Chick McGee. And here's Tom with our special guest from Hollywood. Yeah, Look at that. Yeah, Look at yeah, that. Yeah. The handsome factor in this room just went way up. Hi. No, I was referring to Ace. Ace. He's actor Drew Powell. Uh, Drew, I, I have to defend myself here. Um We've been talking about various aspects of things, and mm. are you a uh, as an actor? You've got to probably not have a lot of tattoos and piercings. And do you do you have any tattoos? I have zero tattoos. Zero. I pierced my ear one time in Cincinnati on a boys' trip after freshman year. That was a terrible idea. That was a terrible. <laughs> I had a gold stud for about until it healed, and then I took it out because it was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Did it at a Claire's in the mall somewhere. We went to go watch Boys to Men and, and <laughs> oh somebody else at Riverfront Stadium. Wow. It was a so, weekend. So, anyway. far, so far, I've introduced an actor, <laughs> Boys to Men, and one earring. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, but I, no, no, yeah, no, but, but I'm in the minority, I have to say. I mean, that hasn't stopped a lot of my cohorts from tatting up. Yeah. No, but when you do that, did they have to cover them up with makeup? Yeah. My wife was a makeup artist, and she spent a lot of time. And that's the funny part is like she would have to cover up tattoos and then draw in other ones because they're copyrighted. Many of them, so you can't just have a tattoo necessarily unless you get clearance. So she she had times where she would be covering up tattoos here and then drawing in other ones that they could use. Yeah, I know, I know. So if you have a tattoo, they have to pixelate it out if you're on like a news show. Well, I don't know about that, but certainly if if in a scripted situation, oh, they, unless unless they they can get permission, I suppose. But well, I was asking if there was any any more co- any codes out there with respect to uh, you know like jewelry or anything like that. And I mentioned this article I had read about that it's apparently become a big fashion thing now to have your keys hanging from your belt loop. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. And what yeah. do you think of when you see that? A janitor. A janitor. Thank yeah. you. Well, uh, I've always dressed like a janitor. Why stop now? <laughs> right. Um, but uh, this is an article from the Wall Street Journal. Um, it says, it it reads, as confidences why flaunting your keys is a hot menswear trend. Hmm. Oh, Lord. And I mentioned that this started apparently in the lesbian community, and uh, that's what it says here. It, it, it says it can be traced back to 1950s bikers who strapped walls to chains. And since the 1970s, members of the lesbian community have clipped key rings and carabiners to belt loops to subtly telegraph their preferences. Who knew? I, I wasn't aware of that. I had no idea. So that's the whole thing about a code. You don't know until you know the code. In retrospect, when I think about any uh, female I had seen with a, um, keys on the belt... That makes sense now. But it's okay. I mean, it's fine. I'm yeah. just saying, but now, apparently, this is a men's fashion trend. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I'm going to pick up on it. Oh, that's perfect for you. Really? I mean, do you have How an issue? Do you have a big, do you yeah, have? do you have a big key well, rod? Well, the problem is key fobs are so big, um, you know, they're... What? You don't have... 
Oh, this thing. It's, it's, a, it's annoying having this in my pocket. What? This big. <laughs> oh, that's your your remote for you your mean car. Your car? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't like carrying that thing around in my pocket. <laughs> I, you would really like, you just get a little clip, you put it on your belt, you'll love it, man. You'll like having your keys out. And I might get mistaken for like a lesbian. That would be... Oh, wouldn't be the Lord. first time. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, well, I'm awfully flat-chested, no ass. <laughs> I don't know, pictures of you in the 80s, I see it, I get it. That sort of light blonde hair going back. You kind of had that look back then. You know, there's, there's no way saying that you can actually do this, Tom, but um, cars coming out now, you can uh, program your iPhone to unlock your car. Yeah, for you. you don't have to carry it. I may have to get a new car. Then. You don't have to carry it. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that how your car works? Yeah. How do you valet park it, then? Uh, there's a key inside, but there is a valet setting you can put it in. So. You know, to give them your phone? No. <laughs> That'd be... <laughs> no, they, oddly enough, they thought about something that you thought you did. <laughs> And would have to tell them about. No, that's not the case. You're going to give a 19-year-old your phone, aren't you? You're going to valet your car with your phone exactly. and go, here you go, Eric. Take care of this. If I get any calls, I'll be in. Now, how old is your son? He's at 12. Now, what is your philosophy on uh, your iPhone? If you go to a restaurant, do you hand him your phone? No, no. He Well, now he's old enough to have his own phone. Right. But, uh, at 12? Yeah. yeah. He has his own phone? Yeah. No social media or anything, but he has he has a phone. And and it's almost exclusively to watch the you know to look at the ESPN app and then maybe a video game or two. But you know, is there anything on your phone that he might find disturbing? <laughs> your phone number? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, if, you, if you think I gave Powell my phone number, <laughs> you're mistaken. He he calls Jessica. Yeah, exactly. Forwards it to me. It's so weird. But every time I call him, there's some uh, some uh, lesbian answers the phone. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. It, I mean, it's it's a dicey one because you know, especially being in this business, I'm on this way more than I want to be, and. You know, now there's a whole new social media app, this Threads thing yeah. going on. So, are you on that yet? I am. Yeah, only because they made it so easy. I mean, everybody, yeah, yeah. Instagram, boom, Brilliant. you're there. Yeah, but it's 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 uh, you know it's a scourge. I'm going to keep him off social media as long as I possibly can. I'm thinking like 25, 30 okay. years old. All right, all right. Well, um, it's time for us to move forward. Do we have any more sports? Well, today? we've got this. I guess this is from the uh, Tom Griswold Institute. A group of oldsters have broken the Guinness World Record. Oh, Jiminy, I didn't realize it was one of these. Stupid World Record. Oldsters. Guinness World Record. Let me just for the longest. myself. It, it had uh, senior citizens. Yeah. And I hate that phrase. I yeah, can't tell. Just say people over 43. I know. Senior <laughs> citizens. Thank <laughs> 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 you, Willie. The longest running. So you think oldster sounds better than senior citizen? I put older. What did I put? Old folks. Old folks. Yeah, senior oh, citizens sounds folks. like only because like, little feet. Uh, little feet write old folks boogie or who? Oh yeah, yeah it sounds right. like yeah. some song. You. That song. Yeah, that's yeah. why you. Use no, old I, folks. senior yeah. citizen sounds like there's some kind of militia. <laughs> oh, yeah, the senior citizens brigade is marching today, and they're old people. It's a sweet story. That's... Sadler Elementary School's kindergarten class of 1938. Earn the record after reuniting for 83 consecutive years. Isn't that a great story? <laughs> <laughs> Who in the hell do you know? They all were. I mean, did they all? They well, those all that are left. There? Oh, okay. So Sadler. every year that kindergarten class got together. For the last 83 years, the kindergarten class has had a reunion. How great is that? That's pretty But cool. it doesn't say how many people participated in the reunion. We're down to two. Sadler <laughs> graduate Porter. Porter. Porter Davis. Hey, Porter. <laughs> Said there's a group of eight that have kept oh, in touch eight. over the years and attend most of the reunions. Oh, well. Eight. 
Well, wait it sounds a like a friend on. group. Yeah. Yeah. Hang, hang on. Let's see. Ready? Uh, there's a group of eight that have kept in touch over the years and attend most of the reunions. <laughs> yeah, so not all of them. Keep going. This is a fun story. You're just then ruining it. Then there are you got others. our guest helping to ruin it now. <laughs> then there are others that get the bug for socializing and start to attend. The most memorable union, reunion, huh. June 29th, 2021, when the classmates were celebrating 88th birthdays along with the 83rd reunion at uh, Ollie's Waffle Shop, Ole's <laughs> Waffle Shop. And they're all looking forward to the 84th reunion. Well, so they look forward to the next morning. Yeah. <laughs> Every day's a victory. There's still, the, still the guy in his 90s that eats paste. Hey, remember when Mondor used to eat paste? What a loser. Isn't that a happy story? Yeah, well, it, I, I bet they have a nice time. Okay, yeah. let's do the math. So it's 84 years. How old are these people? They were they're were in their 90s. Yeah, five years, For the most part, six years old. If they, they were five in kindergarten, yeah. yeah, they're all hitting 90. That's impressive. Yeah, Porter said the group is now in their 90s, and one classmate has passed away while two others are ill. One? That's it? That's it? Well, of that eight. Of the it eight? sounds like. Mm-hmm. The it's other sixty-seven. What, what a like, mess this is! <laughs> what You're a doing a dissertation on this. So we're illiterate. That sounds <laughs> <laughs> a fun story. Not yeah. only are we stupid, but you think you can lie to us. This is not even a. Uh, it doesn't make. It's a Guinness World Record. No, it shouldn't be. It, not not everybody yeah, attended. What exactly is the re- exactly? That's a pretty loose record. It's a group of friends meets casually almost every year. Is that the record? For 83, <laughs> 83 years. Here's your world. plaque. For almost eighty three no, years. Almost a Drew Powell. A Drew Powell. Uh, where'd you go to? <laughs> where'd you go to elementary school? I went to Central Elementary School in Lebanon, Indiana. Okay, Do, you know the fight song. We didn't have one, uh, but I did recently find a picture of our fifth grade basketball team with the shortest shorts and the most generic tank tops you've ever seen. I'm going <laughs> to f- pull that up for you because it is it is gold, baby. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, Central I mean, Stars. Would it be fun to have an elementary school reunion? <laughs> well, I'd, go, I'd go to that. Sure. I you mean, would. I actually kind of had one. I went and played golf with my buddy the other day, and there was a whole bunch of uh, people that were at Central with me all together. Wow. And at the, we were at a, a country club in the town, and they were having the what a 50th high school reunion there. So the class of 73. Uh, huh. Is that the right math? Huh, okay. Yeah. But, but the ele- I'd be much more interested in an elementary school reunion because I have yeah. no idea where those people are. You know, what the hell's Marlene Klein doing? I hope she looks as hot as she did in sixth grade. <laughs> I'm sure she Weird does. age to pick. Weird age to pick. Yeah. Sixth grade. Ho- Holly no, no, you, you haven't seen pictures. Holly Williams is an absolute knockout. Marlene and Marlon Perkins. Same guy. <laughs> same guy. <laughs> you can't tell them apart. Hmm. Uh, I w- so you didn't stay friends with all those, with the girls when you went to guys high school? No, I've known, I don't know where anyone from my... The only one. Oh, I, that makes it a little more because yeah. the, the only funny one, and I won't give her full name. This is a true story. I had to have a oh. uh, medical procedure when I was in my early twenties. Oh God! Involving um, my urinary tract. Oh, that's in your wiener. Yeah. Yeah, and they had to uh, uh, they had to uh, put a camera in there on a tube 
And back then it was Polaroid. That must have been a rock. Yeah, well, yeah. No, now it was a Polaroid. The thing was the size of a fire hose. You know, now now they've got them there smaller than a straw. But back in those days, yeah, they were kind of clunky. And I, it, but I walked out. I, I was rolled into the operating theater, and it was in fact a theater. It had the big screen TVs and the stands and everything, at a major medical facility. And the uh, doctor, as a, as he as I'm in there, he goes, "Hey, would you mind if I brought in a medical school class?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And of course, I'm not going to say no. So he brings in the medical school class, and one of the soon-to-be physicians was Ann, some, some, some from my um, elementary school. Oh, that was a weird thing to say. You know, hey, hi, Ann. I haven't seen you in many years. Have you? This is my penis. Uh, <laughs> as you can see, it's the Your size thoughts? of a thimble because of the <laughs> hasn't changed. <laughs> yeah, that was the. But that's the only person from my. Uh, See, when I went to school, I, I went to high school with a bunch of people. I went to elementary school with everybody just kind of matriculated, if you will. Only, along. only two. Huh. One of them is a distinguished college professor at the University of Illinois. Oh, I of haven't, so I haven't talked you, to him in Did you guys, years. we got, a, we got this, uh, a, a sex talk in fifth grade. Did you guys get that? Oh, yeah. With Miss yeah. Buster. Sure. My gym teacher took me into yeah. the shower. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, what are you talking about? Fifth grade. Wait a minute. Wow. You got a private one? How lucky. <laughs> Mine was by Mr. Fisher, who had a shock of white hair, those uh, dark framed glasses, like the Buddy Holly glasses, like um, just a couple of mountains of dandruff on either shoulder. <laughs> and uh, this was the entirety of the sex talk. Boys, pretty soon you're going to get hair in places you never thought you'd have hair. <laughs> All right, anyway, uh, do the, who's doing the film strip? <laughs> right. well, th- think about it from his perspective. That's the. That's oh, yeah. The, that, between that and the, the people who teach kids to drive. Uh, Nobel prizes around them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's usually the same guy, by the way. It is hundred percent. It is absolutely. Yeah, drivers. God yeah, yeah, God bless the people helping our youngsters learn to drive. Thank you very much. Uh, coming up in sports, do David we Rush, Again? another world record. No, yeah, this is a really dumb it's one. Tom's world. We're just paying rent. We'll be right back. <laughs> we got, we got, we got a, a medical story. This is a legit thing. It's called the green hairy tongue. It's so disgusting. Uh, and um, we have that uh, coming up in the news. Uh, Drew Powell's hanging out with us, and you can find him on Instagram at Real Drew Powell. And? And on threads. 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 Yes, of course. Now, and I'm going to post this picture of my fifth grade basketball. Are team. you also on Real Drew Powell on threads? Uh, yep, same. Okay, yep. cool. All right. Yep. Are you on threads yet, Willie? Yeah, same thing as Instagram. Okay, yeah, me right. too. Instagram. Okay. So is Chick, right? Mr. Chick? Yep. yep. Chick. Uh, mm I haven't been on Instagram in like three weeks, so I don't. Uh, oh. I haven't. You haven't threaded up yet. I, I don't think I'm going to either. So. Really? This I think I'm out. I'm this part of your protest done. against things <laughs> that people like. He's out. I'm out for other reasons. But <laughs> okay, good. Okay, uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Got a comment? Our email is Bob and Tom at bobandtom.com. More Bob and Tom next. State law. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Present. There's Josh Arnold. Hi there. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Willie Griswold's here. We'll get back to him in a second. I'm Chick <laughs> McGee, and here's Tom with our special guest. There's a smell in the room. Boy, it is, is not. It is not our guest, Drew Powell, which might have been your first guest. <laughs> and it is a, it is a uh. pleasant smell. It is, but it's pervasive. Yeah, um, it, and so much of it. It's both in my throat. Yes, it is. I, it I, is. Bo- both. Uh, we have a thing for guests. I don't know if you've ever read it, uh, <laughs> Drew. But we don't. We ask our guests not to wear perfume or cologne. Oh, both Josh and I find them offensive. The problem is, is when somebody does, we don't kick them out. We need to start kicking them out. Uh-huh. 
Okay. So it's it. Bye, Willie. Bye, uh, Willie. Yes. I didn't put on perfume. My hair looked. I didn't wash my hair this morning. I usually have a dry shampoo spray, and I'll hit it, and it makes it look less greasy. I hit it, and then I checked my phone camera, the mirror, to see, and it looks a little more greasy. So I hit it again, and then I go, "What's wrong with this?" And I walk to the hallway to go put it on in the bathroom properly, and I realized I wasn't using dry shampoo. I was using deodorant. <laughs> It looks exactly the same. Oh, so it made it greasier and greasier and smellier and smellier. And I got the patino pullback going on now. Does this sound exactly like something I would do if yes. I had? Yes, yeah. yes. This is right up my alley. Genetics, baby. This is sorry, Willie. Really. Yeah. It's, it's fine. And I'm glad you don't have hair. The ozone would be gone if you had hair. You'd probably spray it with that computer thing, the, the, the yeah. keyboard remover thing. I'm so sorry. Uh, well, yeah, it yeah. is. Um, Oof. It is od- odiferous to say the least. Yeah, and again, not not unpleasant, but, but just uh, there's too so much. much, so much of it. Yeah, yeah. it's I, a I, it's I, a fresh and clean scent. It's not a perfume. It's a casual. You scent. use a spray deodorant like a pretty lady. I have one at the office. I usually oh, okay. use. I have. A, I use an antiperspirant, not a deodorant. <gasps> I'm allergic to the aluminum whatever. Oh, stuff, I got gotcha. you. And it just. I when I put that on, I just spit the sweat out. It gets really gross. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go around the horn. Ace Cosby, a deodorant or antiperspirant or nothing. Antiperspirant. I see. Which one? What one do you use? Uh, right now, degree. Degree. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that because it was on sale and you had a coupon? Yes. Oh, yep, there you go. A chick McGee. Uh, antiperspirant. Uh, the gel. The the wipe on. I like that. I enjoy that very much. Gillette. <laughs> no, the dry gel. No, it's Mitchum. Mitch. Oh, Mitchum. Oh, classic. Oh, yeah. That's a classic. That is. Yeah. What do you? What do you? That, that used to be my go-to. Now my wife's got me using this natural charcoal. Ah, uh, like that just doesn't from, work. from the bag. It, it does work actually. That's the weird part. <laughs> you just reach, reach into the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I go to the barbecue. It's better if it's been used, particularly with barbecue sauce on it. It's amazing. Charcoal. My dog does, loves it. Does it keep what does it smell sweating? like? No, it smells uh, very natural. Like uh, the one we have is. Uh, there's a lavender one, which is a little, a little too femme for me. But, but lavender uh, does smell good. Yeah, it does. That's it does. It does. It does. <laughs> and we should have On my lady. For those that haven't seen you, you uh, were once cast as Haas Cartwright. <laughs> Yep. You have a very um uh you you could play a, an aging NFL lineman for example. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I could do it at the aging part. Aging, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. You hear that? Well, I mean if you were in the NFL right now you're <laughs> True. I will <laughs> say yeah. Be shot the football you. shows that I've done just the football shows have hurt my body in, in, in <laughs> lasting ways. I can't imagine doing it in the NFL. But you're kind of hyper masculine. You could Thank get you. away with wearing Thank you. But toxic, something, something, you know, we were talking about like elementary school and high school. Like that was the one thing that was funny is that I looked to the part, even in college, I looked like a football player and I was lured to a uh, fraternity that was full of football players because they're like, you know, the highest GPA and the incoming freshman gets $5,000 scholarship, wink, wink. <laughs> and, I, and I bought it. I was like, okay, wow, you're going to pay me $5,000 to come to this fraternity? Sold. Because I looked the part. I looked the, but I didn't play football. I just did. You, did you win the money? Uh, I got there on the first day, and I looked around at this group of nice but completely full of idiots, and I'm like, no way. So I said, I'm sorry, I got to go. And guess what? That same year, they got kicked off of campus. Uh. (laughs) So you made a bad move, missed a pretty good party. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's true. Did the football coach ever try to recruit you, and you were like, sorry, I'm busy, and Joseph in the Technicolor dream (laughs) I'm Joseph. I know, you might want to come see it. It's on Friday night, matinees on Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I, I, and this is a true story. In fifth grade at Central Elementary, to go back to that, uh, we they they recruited me heavily because I was always a big kid, and they were like, "Yeah, you come play, you know, Pop Warner or whatever it was." And my mom, this is a God's honest truth, in the you know early '90s, was like, "I'm worried about concussions." 
Oh. And everybody thought she was crazy, including me. I'm like, Mom, you're ruining my life. <laughs> uh, and guess what? She was right about yeah. those concussions. Because yeah. then I was what, what cast she, what in was the she, movie. I'm sorry, Miss Parluster, what was she hitting you with? <laughs> a baseball bat. <laughs> okay. she, was, she was a fan of baseball. That, that was a joke. That's the only way I can get through to it. <laughs> I, apologize, I apologize, Mrs. Powell. I was kidding. And, um, very, yeah. very, very, very mean. But, uh, but I love football. And I, I, so I much prefer playing it on TV than, than I don't like pain. Mm. And all of my friends that played football are all still in pain. Mm. Yeah. Now, uh, Christy Lee, deodorant? Yes, I use the Lady Mitchum, actually. Lady Mrs. Mitchum. <laughs> Mrs. Mitchum. <laughs> He's a handsome man. Josh. Why is that? It is, but it is funny. It really makes me... <laughs> Mitchum and Mrs. Mitchum. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I use the deodorant. What kind? Uh, the... I guess it's not the gel that comes out of like the pores of the deodorant stick. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I love that one. No, yeah. Oh, I don't care for those. This, it's just a gel stick. Oh. Ah. Uh, Brent, Brent. Oh, Axe. Yeah. yeah. By Menin. I don't like the gel. I have to have the dry. I don't understand people's objection. I guess, you know, it's what you like. But other than that, I, I enjoy the gel very much. Yeah, no, I have no problem with people who but use it. It's I don't think we get me. a chance to really sample it in life. Gel? No, you, you don't get a place where you can go, hey, look, I'd like to try... 40 of these deodorant. deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> but you can at the perfume counter, well, so why can't you do that? Why, why isn't there a place where, you know, bring your armpits by and... You, you can add, like, <laughs> another four hours to your busy day, but I was trying on deodorant. So and then you'd have, like, a palate cleanser, like a lady with a washcloth where it cleans up your armpits. <laughs> yes! And then you have your, you know, you have your soulmate. I'd have, I'd have Kelly come with me. Okay, take a whiff of this one. And they charge you thirty bucks for an hour session to find out what deodorant's perfect for this you. This is like, you know, this is like it's finding, ridiculous. No, it's not. It, when you you get to try every kinds of cola or I'm wine, in it. I'm into it. Like, in, and you have the ladies standing there at the in front of the counters with the stick. Would you excuse me, sir? Would you like a little on your wrist? You like how do you know what you like? Uh, I, you I, smell. You smell a bit like an autumn. <laughs> Why don't we try Mrs. Mitchell? <laughs> Now, is, is there a place for really rich guys where they get their own deodorant made? Oh, geez, they can. Oh, like, their, oh own yeah, sure. their own scent, their own perfume for sure. Yeah, 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 but I don't know about. Oh, they do that for. Perf- oh yeah, oh yeah. Absolutely. You can. They can. There's a. There, a when I was in New York. There's a whole yeah. Because I mean, yeah. there are rich guys that have. They don't know what to do with their money. So I think. Hey, by the way, if you heard you can get your own deodorant, and you'll smell just like you and no one else. Yeah. Well, I have to say, I have. I'm, I'm a. De- uh, per- I have a cologne that. Um, uh, well, that I found in New York, and it was really hard to get, and it was really hard to get it when I lost it. But it was—it's like a signature scent, and people are always like, "Oh yeah." I would wow. never figure you. I would Manly. figure your signature scent would be, you know, <laughs> transmissions. <laughs> <on Barbara. laughs> I was going to say pizza. <laughs> yep, that too. Yikes. Something insulting. Accurate. <laughs> no, accurate. No, accurate. I'm so sorry, Mrs. Polly. I'm a big fan of your son. Hello, Bob and Tom show. Hi, Bob and Tom. It's Donnie Baker. Hi, Donnie. Hey, Donnie. And chick, I'm like you. I like that deodorant. It comes straight from the pores. <laughs> you know? Mine's even got like little uh, chunks of minerals. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I think it's Montreal steak seasoning. Oh, but there you go. I had to call you guys today. It finally happened last night. After all these years, Home Run Derby, they're doing rapid fire, and they always let them small fries go out in the field to shag. Mm-hmm. And last night, Tom, sure enough, when them kids caught a ball with his face. Oh. <laughs> I swear to God. You guys going to watch All-Star Game tonight? Sure. Well, I am, because I don't know if I ever mentioned this, but I was an All-Star in Little League. Wow. Well, th- th- this was back when you had to earn your All-Star jersey. You had to earn it, like <laughs> E.F. Hutton's. 
today, you know, the league that Whippy plays in, if you show up with most of your uniform and don't wet your pants, you basically make all-stars. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had a chance to turn pro after high school, but I got bested for using performance-enhancing drug. Oh, what? Joke Cola. Remember? Oh. That is Joke. over 100 proof of pure caffeine that <laughs> make the other oh, one out sure. of it. Yeah. <laughs> But the fact remains, it worked. My coach found out when I stowed first, second, and third base 12 times in one game. <laughs> how, do you, how do you steal first base? Well, that's the same thing my coach was asking, Tom. <laughs> but it's easy. All you do is take umpire's water between innings, and on your way back, you just stay there. I swear to God. Squatter's rights. So anyways, Whoopi has dreams of being a major league player one day, but I don't think it's going to happen because just like me, he was born amphibious. But for him, that means he can't hit from either side of the plate. <laughs> Plus, the fact remains, he don't even know the team's names. Man, I had him memorized when I was a kid. I asked him who he wanted to play for one day. He said one of them bird teams, like the Cardinals, <laughs> the Orioles, or the Guardians. You know? I know, Josh, so based on that answer, he could scratch off two things off his career list, major league player and pet shop manager. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the one good thing he's good at, I hate to brag, but Whiffy is pretty good when it comes to chatter. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. yeah? But he's too nice. In the field, he's like, hey, better, better, hey, better, better, hey, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> that is too nice. I better run. I still need to tweet at Pete Rose, see if he wants to put some action on the game. Thanks, thanks, Tommy. The All-Star game tonight. When we come back, we're hanging out with actor Drew Powell. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. Catch any part of the show you missed later today on our YouTube channel. Thank you very much. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hey. There's Josh Arnold. Chickster. Ace Cosby's here. Hey. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, man. I'm Chick McGee. Here's Tom Griswold with our special guest. He is actor Drew Powell, a man who may be holding a sign real soon uh, saying, uh, help. We'll work for food. <laughs> yeah. We'll work for cheeseburgers. Uh, Drew is a very fine actor. He has appeared on Broadway. He has uh, been on many, many fine television shows and movies. And just uh, recently completed a Lifetime movie, in which you play a sheriff. Yes. And if people can't see you, I, I want to explain. You you do have, as I pointed out, you once portrayed Haas Cartwright. God dang it, Paul. But, I mean, you, you're a big guy. Uh, you, yes, you, once again, you look you look Everywhere. like you look like you could you could be a lineman in the NFL. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yes, I have played a, uh, played a lineman many times on television and in the movies. What's the most uh, against type thing you've ever played? Oh, I played a uh, a gay cowboy in uh, in. He's uh, at against Brokeback type. Mountain? <laughs> against type. <laughs> 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 that wasn't that. Neat. Come on, lighten up, McGee. I'm having fun. <laughs> Lighten up, McGee. I want that T-shirt. <laughs> uh, no, with, in with RuPaul. He had a show on Netflix called AJ and the Queen, and it was really funny because uh, you know there was uh, it was <laughs> they cast as these two gay cowboys, two straight guys, which on purpose. I mean, it was uh, the guy from Sex and the City was a producer, uh, Michael, and and Adam Shankman was the director, and these all these guys are kind of 
you know, gay icons in the industry and really talented and awesome. <laughs> and I, and I, they cast us. And I remember one of my things was I had this mac and cheese that was really special. It had like four cheeses in it. And it was he, cause he was, he was from Arkansas. And, uh, but at one point Adam came up to me, he's like, Oh, on this thing. Um, cause there's a snake involved. He's like, I want you to clutch your pearls. It's like, what do you mean? Like, like, yeah. And so he's like, see, let me see if you can do it. And I was like, and he's like, oh no, that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> no, 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 wait, I can do better. I can do it. No, 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 no. You're good. We're good. Uh, I was so offended. <laughs> so, I've no. been, I've been working ever since on. <gasps> that was good. Thank you. That was, uh, that was nice. Thank you. Uh, we are. Um, I think uh, I've ever clutched my pearls. <laughs> hmm. so you're, not a, you're not a gay man. Well, that's women true. can clutch their pearls yeah, too. In fact, it started that way. I think, yeah, that, that's where it started. I think it'd be. Yeah, oh, that's I mean, good. I, that was good. It's like yeah, gay but, men and Barbara yeah. Bush. That's who clutches their pearls. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> together. And Barbara Billingsley. I was just going to say wore. Barbara Billingsley from Leave yes, It to Beaver. Of course. Always, Famous. Always wore pearls because she gets Indi- some... Indiana. Is she from Indiana? I think she. And by the way, did she ever say Ward? You were a little hard on the Beaver last night. Has she ever? She ever? I don't think she actually ever said it. Come on. Yeah, you know what? There is a chance she did. There is a definite chance. That's sad that she hasn't, but I would like to hear that if she did. That's that's pretty good. Uh, We need to uh, segue over that way and check in with the new scene with Christy Lee. Wait, we have another world record, I think. We can't can't get away from this one. Stupid world record. (laughs) Good luck, everybody. All right. David Rush has broken the Guinness World Record for the heaviest weight past Hand to hand, one hundred times. Oh, so he, this is—he's he done this. Doing this, evidently, yeah, doing no, it. no time limit on this. Following his fastest to move weight, move weight series, David mm-hmm. broke the latest record mm-hmm. with a hundred and thirty point five pound weight, beating the previous record by nineteen pounds. There's no time limit. Challengers cannot rest the weight on anything or hold the weight with two hands. He's previously broken the Guinness World Record for the fastest time to pass 20, 40, 60, and 80-pound weight hand-to-hand 100 times. So that's the record, I guess. Yeah, these don't take any finesse. I like the ones where he's juggling and you know, throwing up, juggling a live chainsaw and a, you know, something on fire. This I is... went to Golden Corral once, and after that I passed about six pounds <laughs> of weight. <laughs> the Golden Corral. We, we used to have oh, a Ponderosa. It's just Golden Corral. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> As I, my, many apologies. We, yeah, Ponderosa. We, we were a Ponderosa town in Lebanon. Yeah, yeah Ponderosa. Yep. <clears throat> well, now uh, let's segue over to uh, and stupid another one. Oh, sorry. The snail racing world championships <laughs> are still going on. <laughs> Recently took place in Congum, England. C O N G Ham where it was awarded a Guinness World Record as the longest-running humane snail racing world championship. Have you ever been to the inhumane ones? <laughs> Way oh, more fun. The tiny whips. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Well, so they got caught installing motors in them. <laughs> At the inhumane ones, they salt the roads. It's terrible. <laughs> it really is cruel. Yeah. I know. <laughs> the race is uh, snails trying to cover a distance of 13 inches around a circular table. This year, a snail named <laughs> Evie... Oh, yeah. Won the competition with a time of 7 minutes, 24 seconds. Can you imagine doing the play-by-play for that? It's like a rain delay. <laughs> and they're off. Uh, <laughs> However, the world record is uh, 22 seconds set back by a, wow. no. a snail named Archie in 1995. It laid a little cocaine on the table that day. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think this loses a little in the uh, translation. The top prize in the race is a tankard of lettuce. <laughs> it's a tankard. A tankard. A tankard is a uh, drink container. It's like a, a grog, a mug. Uh, I bet the snails tankard. love the lettuce. Oh, yeah. So you fill that up with lettuce. Oh, oh it's for the snail. For the snail. Well, All proceeds, yeah, sure. Lettuce for the owner. <laughs> All proceeds from the event go to St. Andrew's Church in Congham. Okay. All right. Willie's favorite movie, uh, Turbo. Yeah, have you guys seen Turbo? I've not seen Turbo. About Ryan Reynolds, Paul Giamatti is his older brother. He's a snail, but guys, get this. He wants to race in the Indianapolis 500. Well, now, he's a snail. what? You're asking, how can a snail race? Well, he gets infused with nitrous oxide so he yeah. can go fast. And cocaine? Just nitrous oxide. Okay. I gave it a shot. <laughs> I tried infusing myself with nitrous oxide. I just passed out in the parking lot at a fish concert. <laughs> Way less fun. Well, I, I'm trying to find the, the movie in which uh, you, you portrayed a, uh, a a gay caballero. Uh, it's a TV show for Netflix, AJ and the Queen. Is it called Flaming Saddles? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, no. here's what he's doing. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Well, yes, he, you've made the mistake. We still make the mistake. <laughs> I, you thought he was having a conversation with you. Yeah. yeah. Don't thought maybe think, he wanted to try. I've been here long enough to know better. <laughs> Gosh darn it. You are a When prop. people ask you what you've done, you go, well, I, I uh, go in there and talk to the Bob and Tom show, but I've never really talked to Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. I've been talked at. I've been uh, talked at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this oh, used. Wow. I've been used as a, 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 a comedy tool to get to You're what he's trying to get as to. as a setup. So, so sorry. <laughs> uh, setup, man. Yep. <laughs> Where'd you go, whatever you do, always be a good sport. Christy. A Mexican beer company has created a new brew made with, not snails, but crickets. I bet it's hoppy. Oh. I liked it. The, the sound effect was there too fast. I didn't want to, sorry. He, he's been waiting all morning to hit it. Oh, yeah. That's all he's been thinking of. Don't forget to hit the crickets on the beer corner. I feel like I'm at one of my live shows. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, I'll be at the Ha Ha Hut. No, the Ha Ha Hut won't hire me. The beer is called La Grilla, which means the cricket. It is a joint venture between Santana and local craft brewery Cervecia Punto Medio. Oh. Ah, that means bitch uh, of the beers. <laughs> I, I don't think, I think so. he's right. <laughs> Cervecia Punto Medio. It might be. According to Axios, the beer's creators found that pulverized crickets, when lightly toasted, have a very similar taste to barley and rye, allowing them to use the insects to supplement barley in the production of a malt porter beer. Alejandro Bruna, the co-founder of the farm where the insects are obtained, said the crickets offer an unami flavor, lending a more intense flavor so that while it's a porter, it has the flavor of a stout. Hmm. Yeah, I think it probably isn't too bad. Probably. We yeah. had we had those power bars made of crickets, and they were dreadful. Remember we brought yes, those in? Yes, they were dreadful. And, and, I, and you have to wonder how, much are the, how many are they actually putting in there when it says they... Yep. Who's the harvester? Who's the cricket harvester? They have cricket farms. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. You've, You've never... never been to uh, Jiminy Hills? <laughs> <laughs> when you wish. You never had a your your kid never had a uh, like a lizard or a turtle or a frog? No, we like, had fish, and okay. then they got roasted, which was really sad. Yeah, you can you get you go to the pet store and they've got crickets all over the place. Oh, I guess that's yeah. true. Yeah, so they have to grow them somehow. Do they have point. non-dusted crickets? Yeah. They you do. have to ask if you want them dusted. Huh. What are they dusted with? Some white stuff. You have no idea, but you've got to ask dusted or not dusted. Yeah, they okay. Put them, they I don't put them think in a bag. If I bought crickets for years, yeah. 
from the same place, and every time I'd go, the guy pretended he'd never met me before. <laughs> it's I, you did you tip him? <laughs> <laughs> I still act like I know you. Yep. yep. Gosh, the celebrity tipping thing, man. What happens when I have that thing where I'm like, man, I don't have anything on me. I know. I go, that dude, I always knew he was a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never watching Flaming Saddles again. <laughs> No, RuPaul that's why, carried that show. <laughs> that's why I like it when they have the thing and when you put the card in and it flashes back and you can put it right there. I like it too, but I don't like it when I'm buying jeans. Yeah, exactly. that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Well, I read an article. Are about you telling it. me you go to a department store to buy, buy like a shirt and you don't tip the uh, <laughs> the person that stood there? The sales clerk. Josh, the article I read about this uh, of those machines said the problem was the person who wrote the article said um, she had gone to her veterinarian. Wow. And Boy. put the card in, and then it flipped around, and it said, add a tip. And Come she on. thought that was, that was a little weird. Yeah, it is a little weird. But I also don't like it. We were talking about the Starbucks app where you tip them, and they don't know that you did. So you're not getting any benefit out of that one when you go back in the next time. Sure, yeah. Other than your friendly face. Uh, now, um, uh, coming up, we have uh, silence in the news and oh. something called the uh, green hairy tongue. Yikes. That's a very disturbing. Hmm. Here comes old Grinch mouth. Uh, right now, this portion of the Bob and Tom Show is brought to you by BetterHelp. Things can be very confusing out there. A lot of tough choices, a lot of everything. Sometimes it's just overwhelming getting up in the morning and turning on the radio or watching TV or just walking out into the world. So uh, if you're dealing with all kinds of decisions and maybe you want a little help, this is where therapy comes in. And BetterHelp is sort of a new twist on therapy because... BetterHelp hooks you up online. Not only is the hookup done online, the therapy is done online. So uh, it fits your schedule. And the way it works is you fill out a questionnaire and you'll get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists, by the way, at any time for no additional charge. And once again, the therapy is done online. So it could be uh, done texting back and forth. It could be done speaking. It could be done uh, like you were on a Zoom call. Whatever works for you, that's the key to better help is having it work for you with your time and the way you want it done. So let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Find out more at BetterHelp.com slash BT Show. Adding the BT Show will knock 10% off that first month. Once again, BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com slash BT Show. Once again, when we come back, we have uh, we have worms, we have um, codeine, but not worms on codeine, and an energy drink that may be in trouble with the law. This is the Bob and Tom Show. It's the Bob and Tom Show. There's Christy Lee at the news desk. Hi. Ace Cosby across the way. Howdy. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, man. I'm Josh Arnold. There's Tom. Tom, we have a very special guest, one of our favorite people in the house. He's actor Drew Powell. Hi. Yeah, and um, you may have seen Drew in a number of interesting things. I think I first saw Drew in the TV show Ray Donovan. Yes. Yeah, you were great in that. Yeah. I was just trying to quote a line from that, but they're all swearing. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> like, oh no, you can't say that. Yeah, that's one of those things. F you, Ray. Now, what's your what's your philosophy on that? With when you, have, you at the time, your son was what, like five? Oh, you yeah. did that show. So, what do you yeah. do? Do you do you want to watch Dad? And yeah, no. The no. most of the stuff I've done, he hasn't seen. <laughs> Man, he'll be into Gotham. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. So we drove uh, across country recently, and that's what he watched. So he's like halfway through season one. And so it's really cool because he's now 12, and he's a pretty mature 12. And so he's like understanding this thing and, and remembering vaguely when he was a kid going to see Daddy at work, and it's at the back cave and whatever. But <laughs> now he's watching it and understanding the show, and it's kind of cool to relive it through him. And, cool. Goth- and Gotham, uh, you portray. I portray uh, the, the uh, gangster Butch Gilzine, who was the right hand man to jada pinkett smith's character fish mooney and then spoiler alert turn into a i'll just say uh, uh an infamous uh dc villain mm-hmm. now does he critique your performance <laughs> <laughs> yeah he yeah he is definitely i mean look he, he's my he's my mini me we, we he loves me and i'm a, I'm a ha- hero to him of course but yeah he he knows how to be like yeah I don't, I don't know about that one, uh, Dad. That was. That was little, <laughs> I don't know. Do you ever think you're going to get that cool dad moment? Yeah, Dad, I got to tell you, Anthony Kerrigan is great in this <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Get me his number. I'd love to talk to him, chat about yeah, how he gets in the zone. Like, oh yeah, right, great. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I get that all the time. And little Finn will go, Dad. I heard the show today. Man, the chick was funny. What about man? I was right there the whole time. <laughs> okay. You know, my name's in the title. <laughs> So now you drove across country. Yeah, buddy. In the middle the of the only summer. way to go. Yeah. Uh, Although we were chasing, we were chased by storms the whole way uh, through St. Louis. Actually, oh my gosh, we were tornado warnings and hail. It was like it was it was so intense because you know when you're driving long distances and long hours, you want that time to like relax and just at mm-hmm. least let the cruise control take over. It was like white knuckling for hours uh. and hours and hours. <laughs> like stopping under overpasses and like listening to the you know the you know the emergency broadcast system sure. is usually a test right? right these are all real like I'm driving through Kansas and it's like and then the other problem is here's my gripe and here we go I know what you're gonna I know, say. I know what you're like, gonna say I don't too. know the counties county yes Kit Carson yes. County I don't know is it gonna hit the seventy right yeah, am they, I gonna die I like right. to give the latitude and longitude yeah, exactly <laughs> hey Magellan exactly. <laughs> <laughs> thank you name a name a town yeah. I was so angry I'm screaming in the in the truck. I'm like, why? Why? No, I don't know where that is. <laughs> they are so I guilty agree. of that. They've gotten a little bit better, but yeah. Uh, they, I mean, and they didn't name ta- like. How are you not going to name it towns? At least there's towns on the signs on the on the highway, right? But not counties. But yeah, but it, or they should say 90 miles southwest of St. Louis. Something yes, you've heard something of. You've heard of. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Not the latitude. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so now, uh, I guess, with the way things are in contemporary culture, your son is able to watch, obviously you just said, watch yeah. an iPad the whole time. So that makes it a lot easier than back in the day. Sure. Now, yep. what did you do? Was your wife in the car with you? Yep. she's. That's one of the things that's, I think, you know, I think, I believe in, in therapy and I believe in in um, premarital counseling is very important before you get married, you know, to make sure. but. For me, if I if you want to find out if you're compatible with someone, get in a car and drive across the country because yep. you'll find out real quick. And uh, that's one of the first things we did. We met in Australia. She was a makeup artist, covering up tattoos, and um, on the, the Haas Cartwright job. And then we came to America, and the first thing we did was we got in the car and we drove to Indiana, and uh, and we had a great time. And I'm like, now when you were driving married. this last. Uh hunk of a highway were you listening to something or were you chatting the whole time did you have like 12 hours of chat or did you is there a point where you can go i i need to listen to something do you put headphones on or yeah we 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 do the podcast thing uh, a lot but do you listen together yeah yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. does she stop it all the time and ask questions are you uh well no this interview is tom's interviewing himself yeah 
Does <laughs> <laughs> she annoy you, Kyle? I, 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 I have to put in my air. No, I, it's just the opposite. I, I'm the one that would stop it and ask dumb questions. And ask the question. Really? I'm terrible. You, know, you don't want to yeah. listen to anything with me or see anything with me. <laughs> also, real quick, don't wear your AirPods, your Raycons, while you're driving. Stop doing that. Yeah. It's dangerous. It's illegal in most states. Don't yes. do that. Mm. You guys don't play music and sing along the whole time. No. <laughs> Every, once, the, every, every once in a while. And oh, my the, gosh. That's so much fun. And, uh, what's that? There's some gizmo now on my phone because I'll go, who does this song? Shazam? It's just that thing. Sure. Oh, that's, yes. the, that's the greatest. Cause yes. I used, it is great. I yes. used to be, as a DJ, playing music, and Ace was the same way. We were like our own little Shazam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could hear like four notes of a song you know and go, it. I know that one. Aria. But yeah. now they've got this thing. It's <laughs> yeah. amazing. <laughs> and now your kids are listening to things you wouldn't listen to. I suffer through a lot. There's a lot of great music out there. There's also there's also this new like baby talk rap thing that I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's like the rappers are like talking baby. We da I know there's a lot of baby rappers. Da baby and little baby, little baby. Yeah, da baby ruined one of my favorite songs. Which one? Um, levitating. Oh. I'm levitating. They they I think they <laughs> had a, I, think, I think he got canceled. Thank God. I wish they canceled most of them. <laughs> <laughs> talk. I don't want to hear baby talk. Okay. Do you and well, Haley agree on any music at all? Yeah, I like the Beatles. I like Little Feet. I mean, I grew up around here, so I like a lot of music. But oh, yeah. Kelly, Kelly, and, and yeah, we Tom. We agree on some stuff, but typically, the, <laughs> I, um, I you said- on long on long drives, sometimes she'll have her whatever podcast on, and I'll be listening to mine, book or whatever. Mm. I'm just oh. so the whole time you guys are listening to the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. When, when I uh, got my truck, I had it delivered in Indiana. And I drove it home by myself, and I hadn't done this the solo cross country in a while. And I listened. It was me and Matt McConaughey. I listened to his book the entire yeah. way. Green lights, man. It's like, it's all good, bro. I'm just driving through Texas, listening to Matt McConaughey. Feeling real good in my Lincoln. Now, what's the protocol when you get back in the car after a gasoline stop? Mm. Does she indicate this next hunk is going to be chat versus <laughs> versus podcast? You don't want to talk to anyone. Like I no, said, no, no. There, there's therapy involved in driving across country. Clearly, uh, no. Does she does she indicate? I think perhaps it's time that we talk for a few minutes. Um, or does she? Or does she make the decision? Um, I've had enough Drew Powell for a while. I'd like to uh, get back to Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. No, she she's she's good at finding her own space. Yeah, she and that's the thing. She can she can just pop the you know headphones on, watch her shows. She's you know she's like chick. She watches all the shows. There's not a show she hasn't watched. Oh, really? Yeah, she she does it. Usually, you know, she turns in early and watches some TV. And now, are both of you? T- uh, this is somewhat indelicate with the strike, and you're obviously a union actor. Absolutely. And she's a professional makeup. Are you gonna, she, both going to be out of work? Here? Well, she hasn't done the makeup thing for a while. She's now a yoga instructor, so she'll probably be teaching more yoga to yeah, uh, stressed out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I probably. Have, I have a question. Yes. Here. Do you want to ask it for me, Christy? Do you do yoga? I do not as consistently as I should, mm-hmm. but I'm a believer, even for like you know linemen on TV like me. But uh, it's, Tom used to do it. Did you? Mm-hmm. You do Pilates now, right? Uh, yeah, I'm not allowed to do yoga anymore. Oh, really? Why? Doctor's orders. <laughs> Too much farting? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry, you're going to have to. Is it doctor's orders or a cop because you were harassing all the ladies in yoga pants? <laughs> hey, hey, how you doing? He's out. 
He does like yeah. a lady in Veronica yoga. Veronica has been to a few of those classes. She doesn't really do the hot yoga, but you know, she we had a thing, and she's like, there are way too many dudes in speedos in those hot yoga classes. Like, well, that, nobody wants to see that. <laughs> I can't is, stand they, hot yoga. It do they have to, yeah, do they have to develop um, special positions for? Um, uh, folks of a certain um, girth. Or... <laughs> Do you know that's my, probably... ba- that's my band name? Folks of a certain girth. <laughs> I would imagine they make adjustments. I mean, yeah. You, of course. I, well, here's my thing with my wife. is like, okay, as a yoga instructor, let me give you some feedback from a male perspective. Right. There are certain positions where having certain uh, parts of your anatomy, uh, it, it is not as easy for us. I would and, think. And yeah. You may call that the sleeping flamingo. <laughs> I call it ball crusher. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's like, hold on, let me. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a real problem in the yoga world. Okay, well, that's interesting. We're talking with Drew Powell, um, actor from a Gotham and many other things, and uh, possibly carrying a sign soon, depending on what happens with the. Uh, if there's an actor strike coming up. In the meantime, we go back to the news desk with Christy Lee. What do you got over there? There's a new study out there that finds people can actually hear the sound of silence. Interesting. For the study, researchers used various sound experiments. They said the fact that these silence-based procedures suggest people hear silence just like they hear sounds. So what does it sound like? Paul Simon. Uh, um, yeah. Well, well I, can, I, can, I can get that for you if you like it. Oh, that's that's a okay. Great, great song. Yeah. The sound yes. the silence. Uh, so basically, we don't, this didn't really tell us anything. You, they're just It's just saying that they're... Isn't there some place you can go where they seal, seal you up? And, yeah. yeah, and Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers did that, didn't he? They put him down in a cave yeah. for Remember? three days. It's a deprivation. Yeah, his was yeah. mostly light deprivation, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, well, but yeah, you would think it would have tanks? to. Be. I've, I've done the water tank deprivation. Yeah. I have too. Yeah, it's pretty bizarre. Is, Is that it? where they they close the lid on you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're sitting yeah, in could, salt water. Do, can you get out? Yes. yes, yes, you can easily yeah, I, open I didn't it. feel claustrophobic. And the thing was, it just felt like, what, I feel like such an idiot. And then you're there long enough that you're like, oh. And then you, it starts, I don't know about you, but it's actually started to work. I'm like, oh, okay. Did you pee? Did you, <laughs> no. You didn't pee? No, I, didn't, I, didn't, I never even felt the urge to. As no. soon as I got in that body temp water, I'm peeing. <laughs> the second I get in there. Hmm. <laughs> Did you hallucinate, Drew? Uh, that's a good question. Um... No, I didn't hallucinate, but I kind of went into that dreamy... Yes, you kind of... Like, yeah. I didn't hallucinate. I wouldn't call it hallucinating, yeah. but you sort of see colors and... Yeah, swir- yeah. Like it's, yeah. Yeah, you do yeah. kind of How do you get... not slip in and drown? You so you float. It's, it's, it's better to be sailing. sober, probably. And you can also... You have the option of a, a floating pillow if you want. And I mean, if you... I can't imagine somebody drowning. Is it, it. dark in there? Very. Yeah. They have oh. for claustrophobic people like us. There are places that have a bigger pool-type... If you can imagine that, it's more of okay. a square, big pool. I don't know that you'd than... feel claustrophobic. You can kind of, I, if you reached up, Drew, could you yeah. touch the, th- the oh, ceiling? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I couldn't. Um, mine was like a coffin. Okay, <laughs> mine was, was like a big, yeah, yeah. mine was like an no. Audrey two. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> Where you could reach up and not hit the top. Yeah. But that no, they have to, no, don't take this the wrong way. Do they have to make adjustments for um, water displacement, if you will? Oh, my God. Uh, not in this case. <laughs> Maybe you in a smaller so one. No, that's, so, a, that's an issue in the current but no, no, I, movie. I thought he made pick up on that. I, no, I got the Archimedes reference you were making. <laughs> Archimedes? How can you and why didn't they call that movie Raiders of the Lost Archimedes? Yes. Yes. Couldn't that have been... How did they miss that? How did they miss that? 
For those of you who have seen the new Indiana Jones. That was a fine joke. <laughs> That's a fine joke. I was mistaken for an actor in that movie. Uh, I was at a, a basketball game, and the guy said, loved you in the new uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. maybe in Tangiers or whatever. Yeah. No, you could No, he said there was a guy on, on, the a, boat. on a couch. Oh, they got couch. knocked out or something. Got, oh, I wonder if that was in the, like part of the auction scene or whatever. Oh, could be. Yeah, I, I yeah. was going to say you could have been one of the guys on the boat. You, yeah, you could have been in that movie. I should have been in that movie. Yeah, actually, you know what? You should have. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> would make it better. So anyway, this uh, sound of silence thing, yeah, it's not really explained how they determined this, but I guess it's saying you can hear silence. Willie, I didn't know that Simon and Garfunkel did a cover of that Disturbed song. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to give that one a listen. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Now all I can imagine is that Disturbed version in the movie with Dustin Hoffman, uh, The Bachelor. The The Graduate? The The Graduate, graduate. yes. Hello, darkness, my old friend. No, 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 that was Mrs. Robinson was The Graduate. (laughs) Both. Oh, it's yeah, both, both. It's one of the first soundtracks. They're both in there. Yeah, yeah and so, so is, Scarborough Fair. They play Scarborough oh. Fair like eight damn times. They got their money's worth. <laughs> on Whenever that. there's a down moment, it's the finger picking drives me crazy. Mike Nichols, I love you, but relax. Yeah. <laughs> I think Sounds of Silence was actually a flop when it was first released. I think they did a remake of it, and man, it's good. It's a it good back. one. Yeah, yeah that'll be and in the naked light, I saw we. Uh, We've had uh, uh, astronaut Dr. David Wolf on the show. Hmm. Alleged and, astronaut. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What's wrong God, with I wish you were here with a big wet sack <laughs> yeah. to throw in your face. Drew, he's probably also spent time in the Fox Studios. David Wolf. He's probably spent a yeah, lot of oh, time yeah, yeah. in the yeah. studio Dr., Dr. Wolf has been in space three times and is a, an incredibly brave guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but boy. he was talking about, he goes, uh, you don't know what quiet is, and I'll paraphrase, until you've been on a, the space station mirror and the power goes out. Jeez. <laughs> he goes, you you, you you could hear your blood flowing. Can you imagine? Can you, no, I cannot. I no. I'll, I got upset when the, I, I got upset when the power went out at my house, <laughs> <laughs> and I had a flashlight right there. Uh, yeah. Did he say it got cold? They were what thirty minutes from having no air. I think. Oh, yeah. It was serious. Yeah, it was very serious. Yeah, that's horrifying. I've but never then. heard quiet like that, but I have been bombing so hard at a stand-up show that I heard the soda gun in the back. <laughs> yeah. That's a special kind of quiet. Yeah. Boy, you can hear the soda gun. Oh, that, get rid of that joke. That's great. Oh, oh, oh. That's a great scene in a movie. We, oh, remember that one. we were talking with, uh, with Jeff Foxworthy, and he was talking about uh, sometimes he'll have a joke that works every single time and then it doesn't yeah you've you've all experienced this i'm sure you when you were doing broadway yeah there'd be a a moment in the play that always kills yep and then there's the one night where you kind of look at the other actors going what happened what's going on here it makes kind of and it makes you intensely mad at the audience like what is wrong with you people (laughs) it's kind of freeing where I, uh, to me, I go, oh, you know what? There's nothing I can do. That yeah. will, uh, yeah, true. I just gave them my the best yep. I could, and yep. so I'm just going to do my job and leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a healthy That's attitude. That's a good attitude. I won't be so <laughs> nice, Josh. because I'm so embarrassed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Man, uh, oh, well, man. Now, um, Christy, what have you got coming up? Uh, coming up, we have water sommeliers in the news. We have a drink, one of those energy drinks that's in trouble. Luke Paul's involved, if you know what I'm talking about hmm. um earthworms on steroids and what else do we have oh there's i saw this as a we have a couple of sweet stories there's an author who had a book signing and no one showed up 
And so his video went viral, and now his book's a bestseller, which Aww. is really sweet. And then we have another... But it's unreadable tripe. <laughs> <laughs> it's an opera in space starring Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> and then we have a lady who has worked at her job for 74 years and has done what Ace has done. Prostitution? Never called in sick. Oh. <laughs> is that true? Yes, Ace was a male prostitute. <laughs> No, no, no. Ace has never no, had a Ace sick day. No, Ace has never had a sick day. Never God used bless one. you. Not even in school. Man. No, no kidding. I get the mumps in the summer. The mumps? <laughs> Ace, that sounds like that should be one of the chapters of your book. The mumps in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Dude, you're missing out. Sick days are the best. They are. Uh, now, uh, That's, when does anybody else watch Price is Right? right? Yeah. Exactly. Now, uh, Willie told me to stop driving with my Raycon earbuds in, but okay, I will. But I love my Raycons. When I'm out with the dogs, got the Raycons in. What are Raycon earbuds? Well, they're the best, and they cost about, uh, let's see, about half as much, and they're twice as good. If you've got those other ones that came with your phone that are incredibly expensive and keep falling out, check out the Raycons, because they also keep out what you... Uh, which you don't want coming in, depending on the setting on those earbuds. And uh, let's face it, with coffee at uh, 5 bucks or 10 bucks, and our bank accounts seem to be depleting with inflation, here's one of the great bargains out there right now. Raycon wireless earbuds make a great gift, by the way. And, of course, get a pair for yourself while you're at it. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound. So they've got some special things going on right now, including a buy now, pay later option. By the way, easy and free returns. You're not going to want to return it. We get love letters about the Raycon earbuds. By the way, free domestic shipping. When's the last time you heard about free shipping? And a flat fee for international shipping. Over 50,000 five-star reviews for the Raycon earbuds. Check them out. It's uh, pretty easy to remember. Buyraycon.com slash Tom. That's a whole bunch of three-letter words all put together. Buyraycon.com. Com, Tom. You got it? Buyraycon.com slash Tom. 15% off if you do it today, right now. Buyraycon.com slash Tom to score 15% off your Raycon earbuds. I know I love mine. You will love yours too. And they stay in your ear. They even have, uh, what is that, like little gasket, that rubbery gizmo thing? What's that called, Christy? There's a name for that. Those little ear tips? Uh, we'll call them that. So they fit whatever <laughs> ear you've got. These babies are going to stay in there. I'm sorry, I don't know the... Uh, technical I words think that I just would work. they're great just, they've got the tom double thumbs up by raycon.com slash tom we're coming right back with drew powell this is the bob and tom show more bob and tom next got a comment our email is bob and tom at bob and coming up hey it's the bob and tom show there's christy lee hi ace cosby Howdy. willie griswold hey man i'm josh arnold there's tom and tom please introduce uh, one of our favorite people a very special guest i'd rather not oh <laughs> how dare you oh i'm sorry uh drew powell is here with us hi everybody a versatile actor and uh a guy who is about to be schooled uh-oh uh, drew i know you're a very fine singer and actor well, thank you. An occasional joke teller, but uh, when it comes to telling jokes, there's only really one man that uh, mm-hmm. has cornered the market. Yeah. Of comedy, and of course... Rules that yeah. Yeah. The deep voice. Ace Cosby, <laughs> here he is with his joke of the day. Hey, Drew, my, uh, my ex-wife, she was a pirate's worst nightmare. Why? A sunken chest with no booty. <laughs> 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 
Really very witty. Uh, thank you very much. Thank, thank you very God much. you didn't take a sick day today. Uh-huh. <laughs> Never a sick day. Never a sick day. Do you have that story? This yes, is amazing. Yes, I do. Uh, Melba Mabane, a 90-year-old Texas woman, finally called it quits, <gasps> retiring from her retail job at Dillard's department store after working there for 74 years. The devoted employee first started as an elevator girl at the Dillard's in Tyler, Texas in 1949 when she was 17. Oh, an elevator girl in 1940. She got harassed. (laughs) She goes down at work. Not something going up, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Promoted to the cosmetics department, Dillard's store manager James Sanez says... Quote, even and finally, the- we've been wanting to fire her, but we didn't want to be sued for ageism. <laughs> Get her out of here. You should see her End fold. quote. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he said, quote, even with changing times from where she started to where we are now in the modern world, her values and everything still stand. Ah. The manager added, she has never called in sick in all 74 years. That's great. Yeah. She got so many people sick. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> the petri dish, they call it. <laughs> She's in an elevator just I spewing. Go in. <laughs> <laughs> this makeup looks really good on your face. <laughs> Man. Never called in sick. Yep, no. No. We have a letter here uh, from Vincenzo. He says, over the weekend, I was listening to an older broadcast on 24-7. Suddenly, I hear Tom say, my 11-year-old son, Willie, decided to make mashed potatoes using the blender. When he has to go into details, he sidesteps. Willie, can you tell your version? I can tell my version right now. It yes. Was, it was a sick day in fifth grade. Yeah. I was faking sick. Yeah. Um, I was home alone, and my dad wouldn't get home till like 1 p.m., so lunch was my job. Right. And I decided to make mashed potatoes. I was boiling potatoes. That takes a long time. I was very impatient, and so I blended the half-boiled potatoes. Oh. And it was just like oatmeal, oatmeal consistency, and it tasted kind of like gasoline. <laughs> it wasn't very good, but it was one of my favorite sick days ever. I fake sick. I watched Captain Planet. I stole my dad's Playboys. Oh, it was an awesome day. That's great. <laughs> I, why did it taste like gasoline? It was an old, old blender. I don't know what it was. For some reason, I think it was a gas-powered blender or something. It was you had weird. a gas-powered blender? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm wondering if, if the oil from the uh, grinding of the gears was leaking into your mashed potato. No. I like I like my making mashed potatoes with a blender. That's cool. You can do that. I've never done it before. I've never done that. You've done that. Yeah, sure. What? A blender? You've put your potatoes in a blender. No, you cook them. You get them all soft and you put them in the Vitamix. Use a hand blender, maybe. I'm I'm buying you a mixer. uh, (laughs) He's he's really got his potatoes in a blender now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have a Vitamix. I don't use it to blend (laughs) potatoes. You're missing out. <laughs> it's got that. It's got that plunging stick. Yes. And by the way, wait a minute. I love that everybody in here is going like this. No, yeah. <laughs> Time out. Tom didn't know what that plunging stick was until a year ago. So really, yeah. Bless. He he found this thing in the kitchen and he's like, "What is this?" And I go, "It went. It goes to your vitamin. It looks like a robot dildo. <laughs> <laughs> it's just plastic." <laughs> Yeah, it's a puncher. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry I left you at home, Will, and you were a little little boy, Willie, but I'm glad you had fun. No, I wanted to be home. Those sick days. <laughs> oh. I got to watch Jerry Springer. Oh, Come it was on. the best. It's the Ferris Bueller, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, congratulations to Melba Mabane. Mabane. Retiring after 74 Way to go, years. Melba. Yep. Sweet. Another By the sweet way, story. unfortunately, the retirement plan doesn't kick in until you've been there for 75 years. So. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Dang it. Social security for Melba. 
A Texas author has become an overnight bestseller after a video of him trying to sell his books went viral, according to People (laughs) Magazine. Uh, Gerard Red Swearingen captured a video of the author, Sean Warner, sitting alone with his books at a table in a Kroger store. I'm very sad. Red said the 58-year-old author seemed super defeated. So they talked about I got about a suggestion orders. for him. Maybe go to the bookstore or something. <laughs> Kroger. The Kroger? <laughs> I, I mean, people don't go to Kroger. I tell you what, I, I was, uh, they had a special on lettuce and books today. <laughs> Kroger. Maybe it was a cookbook. They talked about Warner's Ooh. book, and he offered to Touché. give away a signed copy to one of his followers. That video went viral on TikTok. It was viewed over 18 million times Jeez. in the following day. Apparently, Warner's first book, which had just two reviews on Amazon before the video, had amassed nearly 200 reviews, and he had become a number one best-selling author on Amazon. Warner has since posted an emotional video thanking Red and TikTok users for the love and support he's received from around the world. Do we have a book title? No, of course not. What's his, what's his name? It's uh, Sean Warner, spelled S-H-A-W-N. It's called Lee Howard and the Ghost's this is why it's not selling. Lee Howard, L E I G H, and the ghosts of Simmons Pierce Manor. Oh, no, no, this kind of looks. Uh, this kind of looks. It's like a, a kid's book. I have no idea why that didn't sell. It, it actually, the cover. This is something I would have gotten from a book order, no doubt. So it is kind of unbelievable, though. I can't believe anyone that uses TikTok has ever read a book. That's crazy. <laughs> Oh, gotcha. Come on. Listen, I'm, I am, if this is going to work and I can make some money because, you know, we need it these days, I'm doing, I'm going to, my, my, I've got a book of fanfic about Bob and Tom fanfic. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I've written it over the years. <laughs> oh, I'll be at the Kroger store on the corner of Ditch. I hope that Chick and my dad finally kiss. <laughs> yeah. oh. By the, the way, tension Lee is, is palpable. <laughs> Lee is a girl. That's why it's spelled that way L E I G H. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's you, Leah? L-E-I-G-H? It's Lee, but it's Lee, spelled yeah. L-E-I-G-H. Like Ashley. My daughter's middle name is this, Lee, L-E-I-G-H. Orphaned, she goes to live with incredibly wealthy relatives she never knew she had. Yeah. A ghost with multiple personality issues. It's like a young people's novel. It's got a great good. cover, I'll give it that. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's it, something it I would have read. It does have a five-star rating. Hmm. Well, I mean, that's for me. <laughs> that's that's, that's pity, again, like Willie said. That's a pity five-star. <laughs> know, TikTokers. Still. So, I like there was words in it. So this is like pity sex? Is that what you're saying? Pity sex? <laughs> no, it could be a really fun book. It could be. Explain pity sex to Josh, would you please? <laughs> you like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you, what, do you want to take this one, Drew? I have given so many women pity sex. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Such a pity. Well, you are a thorough and generous lover. You, know that. you look pitiful. Get over here, babe. I'll do it for you. Okay. Sorry. I can write this off my taxes, right? I got a couple bags of Kroger to put over your face. Zero oh. dependence, six huggos. Okay. You, it, it's funny. I just auditioned for a movie right before I came here, and there's a scene where this guy is, and this this you know, like he, our age guy, and this millennial comes up and basically, you know, has you know, offers to have pity sex with him. Wow. So you, yeah. You're ahead of your time. <laughs> uh, uh, coming up, we have um, Logan Paul in the news, maybe in trouble. We also have a medical condition from a guy in Ohio. When I saw the headline, I thought, oh, this is probably going to be, you know, some what they used to call third world nation. But no, it's in Ohio. Uh, green hairy tongue. Oh, what's happening? It's a thing. 
and it's gross. Uh, and it's coming up. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. Get a look at today's show on our YouTube channel. Near you. <clears throat> oh, yeah, sorry. It's unbelievable. <laughs> you would think I'd be better at this. There's Christy Lee. Hi. Ace Cosby across the way. Pretty good joke today, Ace. You mean great. <laughs> you, 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 can, you simply can't even compliment him. It's unbelievable. There's Willie Griswold. If you give the man an inch, yeah. <laughs> well, my inch is Ace's three inches, if you know what I mean. There's, hey. uh, there's uh, Tom Griswold. Who am I? Josh Arnold? Yeah, correct. Yeah, Today, at least. And there's uh, one of our favorite people, Tom. He is actor Drew Powell. Hi, And um, Drew, if, you, if you're watching. Uh, um, uh, on the uh, YouTube, YouTube. Thank you. Guys. <laughs> um, you'll notice that uh, Mr. Powell is holding an ABA basketball, and uh, I want to do a quick plug here. A um, these are some friends of ours that put this together, uh, the Dropping Dimes Foundation, and they are helping out aging players who, when the ABA merged with the NBA, some of these guys kind of got cut out, and um, the NBA has finally stepped up and written some checks. So uh, some of these guys, many of whom have, uh, have already passed, sadly. Um, but the ABA changed the game. You wouldn't have the three-pointer without the ABA. But these basketballs, this outfit has got the, the rights to them. And this, if you know someone who's a basketball fanatic, this is a great gift. It's, an, it's a beautiful ABA basketball. If you're not familiar with them, they're red, white, and blue. They have the ABA logo, and they're licensed officially. And um, it's the Dropping Dimes Foundation. You can get them at a place called Lana Sports, L-A-N-A. And this is a charity thing, so it's really cool. Uh, and that's why well, I'd, I'd like to just give you a little a shout out there. L-A-N-A, Lana Sports, if you'd like to get somebody a, um, a beautiful basketball. It's really and, cool. And it's for the Dropping Dimes Foundation. It'll help, help out a bunch of great gents who are responsible for really major changes in uh, basketball and the game we love. So Lebanon's own Rick Mount, big ABA star. Yeah. Yep. Rick Mount. I think, am I correct in saying he was the first high school kid ever to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated? Yes, sir. Lebanon's claim to fame. Absolutely. Yeah, wow. And he's still one of the most beautiful shots. And I remember as a kid, he'd just be out there in the park shooting hoops long after he'd retired. He now, of course, coaches and stuff. But it's, now, this is Lebanon, Indiana, not like Gaddafi. Gaddafi from Libya. Gaddafi. Oh, Libya, yeah. 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 <laughs> it was one of those L countries. Yeah. <laughs> One of those elders. You can take them yeah. away out of St. Louis. Uh, <laughs> wow. That's nice. Scary. Elf. Although, I, in, in some ways, as as awful a person as uh, Gaddafi was, I often cite him. And I'll tell you why, Drew. It's because uh, Colonel Gaddafi understood branding. Because mm. he could have become General Gaddafi after he start, took over the country. Right. But he, he said, no, no, no. He could have been his R. I'm known worldwide as Colonel Gaddafi. I'm sticking with yeah. him. Yeah. See, smart move. Unlike smart move. HBO Max dropping the HBO, <laughs> dumb move. Stupid. They should, learn, they, they should become Colonel Gaddafi Max. Max. And then they, wait a minute. That, didn't that wouldn't make no. sense. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah okay. that's, a, that's a hot take I don't think I've ever heard before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, true. That's I've a, been, I believe. That's I, a Tom take. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, a, it's true. Tom's takes. you got to understand, understand branding. Ask the new Coke people about it. Uh, now, we have Christy Lee at the Bob and Tom News Desk. What have we got over there? Well, a recent medical report details the case of a guy who developed a hairy green tongue. Ugh. This is awful. According to the case, the 64-year-old Ohio man visited a primary care clinic for tongue discoloration. 
He was treated for a periodontal infection, given antifungal medication for a possible oral yeast infection. Oh, no. Doctors said despite the treatment, Josh, the man's tongue continued to have a fuzzy texture and green discoloration. <laughs> that leprechaun girlfriend. <laughs> Dad, do you think that's what happened here? Oh, no. You ever had a hair? It's, last time you had a hair in your tongue, Josh, what was going on? <laughs> <laughs> honey, honey. <laughs> The That's, man was diagnosed with hairy tongue. Oh, there's God. a picture of it. That is oh, rough. The man was disgusting. Diagnosed with hairy tongue syndrome. I'd like to have to brush, floss, and mow. Uh, <laughs> a benign condition that can form long hair-like structures on the tongue. Yeah, that's rough. The 64-year-old was advised to stop smoking and to gently scrub his tongue with a toothbrush four times a day. Physicians reported that during a six-month follow-up, the patient's tongue had returned to normal, even though he had not stopped smoking. Yeah, you can turn that off. Yeah, so Dean, disgusting. you need to turn that off. That's so crazy. Oh, my dear God. Yikes. The She-Hulk. The Mrs. Green Giant. I, it's just awful looking. Yeah. I didn't need to know that was out there. No. So, no. Well, apparently it's airborne now. We're all going to get it. That'll make you, oh, that'll make you brush that. your teeth, though. Okay. Heck yeah. I swear to God, I'll start flossing. Okay, what the else you got? The Food and Drug Administration has been asked to investigate Logan Paul's energy drink over its potentially dangerous levels of caffeine. Oh. Senator Charles Schumer called on the agency to investigate Prime, a beverage brand founded by YouTube stars Logan Paul and KSI that has become an obsession among influencers' legions of young followers. Charles Schumer? It's Chuck. Everybody knows him as Chuck. Chuck Schumer? Yeah. He must have stock in this company because now that he's doing this investigation, they're about to sell twice as much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now that it's in the news. 12 ounces of Prime contains 200 milligrams of caffeine, as much as six cans of Coke or oh, nearly geez. two Red Bulls. Wow. So that, that, That's what kids need. It could kill mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Yikes. Who could have seen this coming, though, from those yahoos? Well, as someone who drinks six cups of coffee a day, I object to <laughs> The drink's high caffeine content prompted bans from some schools in the United Kingdom and Australia, where some pediatricians warned of possible health effects on young children like heart problems, anxiety, and digestive issues. A company rep said their energy drink, which comes with a warning label that it is not recommended for children under 18. It's well, that, right okay. there on the... This is yeah. kind of the parent's responsibility here. Yeah. But... And stores maybe don't sell it. Well, I guess they they can sell it. You could sell this to a seven year old, couldn't you? Yeah, it's it's a dangerous levels of caffeine. Why would they have that? Much? They've been cranking it up. We had, uh, what was it? Uh, Donnie mentioned uh, Jolt Cola. Mm-hmm. Yes, sure that was. I think that was the first one, and that this stuff makes you know Jolt <laughs> look like water. Tea, yeah, exactly. man. Yeah. Willie, what the the Pauls, Logan and Jake? Yeah, which yeah. one's the fighter? Uh, Jake Paul, they both fight, but Jake's the one that's doing boxing more seriously. Oh, they do? Okay, mm-hmm. they both fight. How'd they get their, were they just YouTube dudes? Yep. They were YouTube guys, and then Jake was on either a Disney show or a Nickelodeon show, and then they're kind of transitioning into being more just like, I don't want to say adult entertainers. But Are they funny? Uh, Are they interesting? They're kind of fun, and they've got millions of sub- subscribers. Yeah, that's yeah. That's it. That's really what it is. It, not, it has nothing to do with it. They have millions of subscribers. Yeah, that's what they're famous for. Famous it's, for being famous. It's more fun than it's funny. They hang out in their mansions. they got a bunch of hot friends. They're goofing around. They do, like, weird pranks and stuff. Oh, okay. just got engaged. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yep. So that's when I feel old. This is this is my Tom Griswold moment. I'm like, oh, these kids, I ain't doing. They're an influencer. Uh, I hear the word influencer. I'm going to start shooting. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you hope that it, they're positively influencing people, but no, I don't not. know that they are. No. You yeah, don't hey, know. Hey, that hey, could be really? some positive. Yeah, hey, kids, drink one can of this. Is <laughs> the, six caffeine cokes. and six Cokes. Have three or four of them. Yeah. See if your heart explodes. Yeah, that's Fine. rough. Jeez. I remember I was remember when Red Bull and vodka first kind of came on the scene. It was sure. like that was in, in bars or whatever. I was sitting in a bar and I had one and it, I kind of liked it. And then I had two and then three and then I ordered another. And the bartender goes, "No, you're cut off, man." <laughs> I go, "Why am I being?" I, I I was just sitting here quietly. And he goes, right. "No, no, it's the Red Bull. I don't want to watch you have a heart attack." <laughs> I went, oh, I'll just take a beer. Yeah, yeah nice of him to be concerned <laughs> yes, about yes, you. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, there's an argument to be made that uh, caffeine is a drug that needs to be regulated a little bit more. There is an argument for that. Mm-hmm. So we should be relying more on amphetamines as a society. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up, all right? Come Get on. pills, okay? Crush up an Adderall, garnish your glass with it. Have yeah. some fun. Yeah. Black beauties. Isn't that what they're, when we were kids, other than that, black beauties, weren't they... I don't know. Like I just, speed. I, I know that during exam times on college campuses, Adderall pills go for quite the premium. That's ooh. Crazy. I remember yeah. the first time I was in a college exam room and I walked to blow my nose, and someone else had bl- blown their nose, and I saw pink residue, meaning they crushed up an Adderall, snorted it, and then blew their nose, and it came out. Yeah, oh, man. Just going. We have a problem. Wow. Yeah, I, I used Thanks. to study. <laughs> <laughs> Not to brag, but yeah. not. Really? Also, oh, so Joe Cohen. The old-fashioned way with a lot of Or I would just fail. It was one or the other, depending yeah. on if I was interested in now, the class. Uh, Drew Powell's our guest, and Drew is an actor. We've talked about the fact. Are you good at reading a script and knowing if it's any good? <sighs> That's a good question, Tom. Uh, I think generally I get a vibe. I mean, you know, for one thing, I'm a I'm kind of a stickler when it comes to like grammar and punctuation. Like if there are because th- I I've written scripts and you go over it so many times and if like if there's the you know the Y O U R instead of the Y O U apostrophe like, mm. little stuff like that I'm like well if if it's in the details yes it's be in the details. there's no excuse these days for it exactly <laughs> so uh, so yeah but but I, though, so little I I do really you know when I read it and it, and it's I want it to always be so good if I'm involved and so I'm reading it kind of like please be good please be good and then you kind of finish it and you're like okay well how do you feel about it um, are that, you good at writing? Recognizing what you'd be good at doing. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you ever I'm a huge ego, go? so I think I can do it all. <laughs> yep, I can do that. I can yes, do that. I think I can play Mrs. Marple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, she's going to be a, a beefy gal. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope they like the beard. Yeah. So you've never yes. had, read a script? But I have to so I'm not right for this? Speaking of scripts, though, um, I'm on a, a couple episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm coming up uh, this fall. And that is a very unique experience because there is no script. There's just kind of an idea of what the scenes are, and so um, and you go out, you show up, and you kind of just you're ad libbing, and that was awesome and terrifying all at the same time. And I'm working with Tracy Ullman, I'm working with Larry David, and uh, you know it just you know my brain was absolutely fried by the end of that day, but it was uh, it was like a tightrope walk. What are they going to be on? Uh, it's supposed to supposed to be October, but the strike could affect that. So sometime. oh okay. Okay, we'll look forward to seeing it. I, on, a, on a different note, um, mm-hmm. uh, Chick had some uh, dental work done yesterday, and he's uh, taken the rest of the day to uh, start feeling a little bit better. So I know he's at his compound right now, enjoying Simply Safe home security. Simply Safe, read the reviews. We've been talking about it for years. Uh, Chick told me about Simply Safe long before we were talking about it on the radio. 24 7 live, uh, excuse me, 24 7 live. Guard protection is something from Simply Safe with their new smart alarm wireless indoor camera. 
Uh, if an, an intruder breaks into your home, Simply Safe monitoring agents can actually see, speak to, and deter them through the camera, warning them that they are being recorded and that the police are on the way. Simply Safe has it down. And you can, by the way, install it yourself. If you want to have professional installation, they can help you out with that as well. Professional monitoring starts at just a dollar a day. And there's a lot of peace of mind that comes knowing that someone is monitoring your property. Right now, Bob and Tom Show listeners get a special 20% off any Simply Safe system that you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. This is a huge offer for a limited time. Get the details, simplysafetom.com. 20% off any Simply Safe system again when you sign up for this new Fast Protect Monitoring. That's simplysafetom.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Coming up, you've heard of a sommelier, mm-hmm. someone who knows all there is to know about wine. There are water sommeliers because all water is not created equal. We're going to find out about that when we come back. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, it's the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. Ace Cosby running the board, as we say. More than that. No, it well, you're much running board, is what he is. Oh, it's not running the board? No. Running board? No, he's bored right now. Oh. Huh? There's Willie Griswold. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Josh Arnold at the sidekick chair. There's Tom, our captain, oh, captain. And Tom, who is it that we have with us uh, today? Actor Drew Powell has joined us. You That's may know right. him from Hi, everybody. Gotham or Ray Donovan or many other things. And um, preparing for what may be an actor's strike, which would blow. Um, got to get this sorted out. You've got to keep making good stuff out there. Uh, now, um, we have a number of things we have to get to. If anybody has questions about the actor's strike, I uh, would like to promote Justine Bateman's Twitter thread. Yes regarding exactly what is kind of going on there. It's fantastic in, in terms of the future of yes. uh, acting and yes. stuff like that. So. Does she explain that they're overpaid babies who should oh, get their work wow. and do I was waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, lucky you don't have to build bridges and <laughs> dig ditches. Oh, I get to pretend to be a baker today. <laughs> no, this is all very helpful. Oh, boy. No, it's, it's fascinating. It the, the implications... Of what could or, or could yep, not be. Absolutely. And Billy Ray does it just, I, I promise I won't talk too much, but there is a great podcast that he does where he does an interview with AI, an AI, actual AI, and it's fascinating to see. And who's this? Billy Ray, who's a, oh, a director. Oh, a great and actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but he's a, a great writer. It's called uh, uh, Strike Talk. It's a, a podcast, and the specific one where he does this interview with AI, they just type in his questions and the AI responses. It's fascinating. That's more up with the writer's strike, obviously, but it's... it's what did I see of Billy crazy. Ray's? That was so great. Billy Ray Cyrus? No. <laughs> no, 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 not And that's Billy a totally fair... Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, no, yes. Oh, that's right. He wrote Captain Phillips, and... Yes. Uh, oh, Shattered Glass was the first yeah. thing I saw. Sorry, we're getting Town deep into it. Uh... <laughs> Um, shattered, shattered. A couple of quick things. Uh, Mr. Godwin is going to be opening up uh, tomorrow night. Uh-huh. Uh, he's got a thing at McCurdy's in Sarasota, Florida. Pat's recording his television special. He's going to be on stage Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. He did make it safely to Sarasota. He All and right. Jimmy are Very there boy. now. All right. Uh, also, while I'm at it, um, uh, let's see, we've got a couple of other things happening. Greg Warren is at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington coming up. Nobody cares. <laughs> He's your best friend. Well. And uh, Reno, 
is in uh, Crossville, Tennessee, at Spike Sports Grill. Cool. Coming up this Friday. So there's a couple things going on. What have you got, Christy? Water sommeliers from around the world gathered in Athens, Greece, to attend the annual Fine Water Summit. According to ABC News, the world's top water tasters judged close to 100 different varieties of water at the event. Did they, with, tr- did they drink any Greek water? With I <laughs> Tastes like immigrant. Oh, <laughs> wow, that is, that, is, uh, that is mean. Yeah, many dies like days like that. Yeah, many many like, yeah. I was I was holding back no? on my. Why didn't they hold it in Flint, Michigan? Joke, but uh, no, I, that's uh, the, fair no, no. game. Now Flint, Michigan is not funny because it happened here. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. dead yes. foreigners, yes. funny. Yes. I see. Okay, actually, Josh, the categories ranged from low mineral still sure. to high mineral sparkling. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, Michael Masha, founder of Fine Water Society, hosts the summit, said what we're really trying to tell people is that water is not just water. Water has, is it terrier, like wine? Terroir. Terroir. Yes. Yeah, that means that mean? The environment in which uh, wine plants, or water was... Soil. It means yeah. it's going to cost you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anybody's that's saying terroir. terroir. That's, that's French for this is going to cost a lot more. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a Jack Russell terroir. <laughs> they were... It was a real pain in my ass. Little bastard, huh? Yeah. Water has terroir like wine, and water can hold experiences, and water gives you wellness. Martin Reese, a well-known water sommelier with a substantial internet following, told the news site, quote, water can be fruity, easy, approachable, to, oh my God, what's happening in my glass? That sounds like me. (laughs) Fruity, easy, and approachable? Yeah. (laughs) So you, got that, so you got that cowboy role? Yes, indeed. Carlos Crespos Lorenzo helped create the world's largest water menu for his family's restaurant in Spain, offering 150 waters from 33 countries. Wow. Some of the waters he sells range from $8 to more than $17,000 a bottle. Uh, $17,000 for a bottle of water? Yes. Wow. That's... Uh... That's ridiculous. That better, is what Mad that Max. Is. That better be sweat. Uh, from, from who? From the groin of Barbara Streisand. Ew. <laughs> You'd want to drink that? Weird grass. Nice. Uh, she's a very Ooh. fine singer, I imagine. Her, her vaginal sweat is uh. quite tasty. I, I, I will say this. Um, the water is vastly different. If you grew up in a place that had really good water and you moved to a place that doesn't, you know right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I grew you, up with well water. Anybody have oh, well water? yes. Yeah. I, we had well water at my old house. I was like, it sulfuric? It's kind that of... That kind of, yeah, kind of we, rotten egg. I enjoy well water. I think it tastes good. Ours I like great. minerals in my water. I Some of this water that you buy in bottles is completely free of all taste at all. It's like, bleh. I won't hmm. mention any names, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I have a... We had well water, but we had this thing in my basement that was uh, the size of a garbage truck that was filtering the water and removing almost everything. No, oh. well, the iron can be a problem. Obviously, you'd put with in your three clothes. gallons and get a thimbleful of water, <laughs> but and then these big bricks would come out that you could. Mm-hmm. But we have a tribute to well water, actually, Christina, oh. featuring the Bob and Tom Band and Orchestra. Howdy. Hey, are you tired of them fancy schmancy bottled waters? Well, you got to try our new down-home bottled water. We call it well water. Well water, well water. People say it's well water. Well water, well 
smell. <laughs> it's well water. Do you miss that nasty sulfur taste you used to get from that well water next to Grandpa's septic tank? Are you tired of tasteless, colorless, odorless water? Water without any flavor? You can taste and see every mineral in our new bottled well water. Uh, let me introduce myself. I'm Rusty Swill. Excuse me, sir, sir. Uh-huh. Would you like to try some of our bottled well water? Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> this is awful. What, what, what the heck is that? It's a, it's a penny. I almost choked on it. That's right. We put a penny from our pocket in every bottle. After all, it is well water. Look for the uh, rusty iron pump dispenser. Why drink something good? When you could drink something well. Well water in a bottle. And a well water extra crispy plus iron and mercury. Well water. You'll dig it. People across America are singing the praises of well water. Lord, it's good. <laughs> Warning, well water not to be taken internally for external use only. <laughs> Remember, friends, don't let friends drink well water. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, once again, this is about the um, water sommelier. Yeah. Which sounds like a fish, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Ah, the rare water sommelier often found off the coast of Costa Rica. <laughs> oh, it's the thing that swims up your urethra. Oh, oh, yeah. No, it's no, no. Yeah. <laughs> and the fins expand, and they can't get it out without slicing How did they it. describe some of the water? Broody, easy, approachable. Oh, like Andy Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Once again, uh, the Water Sommelier Summit. I don't know what if the water has anything to do with this, but there is a phenomenon out there called watermelon snow. Have you seen this? No. Drawing curious crowds to the mountains near the Utah-Idaho border. The unofficial name is given to the remnants of the winter snow that is dotted with hues of pinks, purples, and oranges. Huh. The technicolor snow appears in high-altitude environments throughout the globe when a perfect combination of conditions awaken dormant green algae called Climadominus nivalis. I'm a Climadominus uh, denier. Are you? Okay. It's apparently the algae swim to the surface of the snow where they bloom and divide, and when they are hit by the sun's rays, they are color changes to absorb yeah. radiation and protect themselves from damage. It looks like it's the exact color of watermelon. It's really wow. pretty. Now, the the inside it- of the watermelon, not the outside. Yeah, not the green, but the, the green part, the red part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you ever had one of those? These, have you had these new? The, not the new to me. The black diamond watermelon. What is that? It's a darker. The the green is darker, but inside it's tastier. Oh, they're very what? No, yeah, they had it at family dinner last Sunday. It's watermelon. Everybody was freaking out. It's watermelon. It's still got the seeds in there. This is why you're not a watermelon sommelier. Really. <laughs> it was a damn watermelon. Everybody was losing their mind. I, b- I believe you, Willie. He bought a forty-five dollar watermelon. Is oh what he did, God. and he's trying to justify it. Tasted like watermelon. It was yeah. fine. Tasted like good watermelon. Black diamond. <laughs> you so. know, watermelons just. And, and by the way, yesterday, ninety-eight percent water. Yeah. See, you're missing the whole point of all these news stories. Of the, the water is different. There's... No, the point is that you love wasting money. It's like your favorite thing. <laughs>
Yeah. Chick hates money. Tom hates money. <laughs> Every two weeks you go, how can I spend $1,500 on cents? How can I do that? Uh, yesterday in the show, we were talking about corn because uh, we were talking with Greg Warren. Yeah. And he, his previous uh, comedy special is called Where the Field Corn Grows. Correct. And one of the things he pointed out that when you're driving through, you just drove all the way across the country, yep. Drew, and you saw a lot of corn. I did. Did you know that all that corn, probably almost all the corn you saw was field corn? Do you know what that means? I do, only because I'm from He's Indiana. A farm boy. <laughs> I, I had corn in my backyard, but tell them. It's, it's for, that's, that's the, the feed, feed corn yeah. for, for uh, livestock, et cetera. And so I said, is there any good sweet corn yet? Because I haven't had any yet this season. And I, and I, I want to thank the 50 people that oh, sent, yeah. sent me where I can get great sure. sweet corn. <laughs> it's out there, ladies and gentlemen. I tell a story of a someone that I knew once that was unlike your father, who didn't like to spend money and was going to a dinner party and thought they'd save money and went across the street and picked ah. corn. <laughs> Just grabbed the corn off the road. Whoopsies. Wow. wow. Not good, huh? Yeah, wasn't good. No, you can't. You can't do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. When we were kids, we hopped in a silo full of corn. Turns out you can almost you can you almost can die. die from that. that yeah, that's, a, that's that. a risky thing. Bad man. idea. The, yeah. s- the smell of silage. That's um, a special there, sense. Yes. Yeah. Imagine Marlon Brando's bunghole at, <laughs> when he was about seventy-five years old. That's real <laughs> in a hot oh, room. It's real. Oh something. God, that's worse than the hairy tongue. I can never get that image out of my brain. Yeah, silage is ripe. I'm silage. surprised you know what that smells like. You You're can drive through certain areas. Guy. Did you grow up around farms? No, God, he no, did I not. Didn't, but I'm a big fan of farmers. They work. God, no, <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I, I did love not. Farmers. I, no, but I, I, I was doing some work one time, and it was right next to a. Oh, okay. So they had a big thing of silage, and I oh. learned my lesson. Yeah. Or paper mills. That's what? also a special oh, that smell is a bad too. Oh yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah again, that's more like Shelley Winters bunghole. <laughs> At age 75. Could we get off bungholes for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> I want to get back to that cowboy. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, Christine. Uh, Watermelon Snow. Yes. So it's, it's, it's really pretty to look at. That but... was a great song by, what was it, uh, Harry Styles? <laughs> no. Watermelon Snow? Watermelon Snow. Wasn't that one of his songs? Was Watermelon Sugar, Sugar High. Watermelon okay. Sugar High. By the way, the snow is not harmful to ingest, but not recommended since it is often found in melting snowbanks dotted with dirt and dust that contain toxins. Ah, so, and it doesn't taste like watermelon. No, it doesn't taste like watermelon. Okay. But the algae poses little risk to humans or animals, according to those in the know. So there you go. So is yellow snow then... That you don't... Lemon? Taste like lemonade. That's lemonade. Exactly. Okay. Yes. <laughs> lemonade snow. Yes. <laughs> Doggy lemonade. Uh, right now I want to talk about great food. That means I'm talking about HelloFresh because the season has arrived... The summer is a great season. You don't want to spend a lot of your time at the grocery store. Gee, how come the horseradish isn't in the same place as the sour cream? I've been here for an hour. I want to go home. They do the shopping. They do the measuring. HelloFresh.com slash BTShow50. Why the new code BTShow50? Because it's a special offer. 50% off plus free shipping as part of a special package. The code, once again, BTShow50 at HelloFresh.com slash BT Show 50. What are we talking about? Well, HelloFresh has, uh, they do the shopping, they do the measuring, you put it together. It's, by the way, a great way to teach your kids how to cook. And what have you been working on, Willie? Y'all, check out the pork and black bean chili with spicy crema and Monterey Jack cheese. HelloFresh sends you 12 ingredients. Put those together in six simple steps. In just over a half hour, you're enjoying this delicious chili you made at home with help from HelloFresh. Every week, 40 
recipes to choose from. And by the way, they send you the cards that have pictures. So, Drew, if you don't know a pomegranate from a peach mm. from a pineapple, mm. you go, wait a minute, that's the pomegranate, and it's already measured for me. That's right. And they have, uh, what, over here, vegetarian stuff, very Hollywood, and then over here, <laughs> very Midwest, they have comfort food and things we actually like to eat. <laughs> HelloFresh. Get the details. HelloFresh.com slash BT Show 50. We're coming right back with an historic moment in history. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. Even though we're not too much to look at, you can also watch the show on our YouTube channel. That special brewery. Hey, it's the Bob and Tom Show. There's Christy Lee. Hi. Ace Cosby across the way. Howdy. Willie Griswold. What's up? I'm Josh Arnold. There's Tom. And Tom, please uh, let us know who our special guest is. It's Drew Powell. I just saw him. He's right there. Yes. Hi. Hi. Good to see you, Drew. Uh, He's a very fine actor, and uh, he's hoping that this uh, strike is averted so he can keep fine acting. Please do good. Uh, Yeah. Uh, We have... um, been visiting with Drew. He's a, oh, it's always fun talking to you. Love you guys. Seriously. And um, you have been on Broadway. Yes. And it's kind of interesting. You were on Broadway with Pee Wee Herman, <laughs> of all things. You can't make that up. That's true. It's like a fever dream. I played a mute dancing bear in the <laughs> Broadway version of Pee Wee's uh, Pee Wee Herman show on Broadway. Had to be a great conversation with mom and dad. <laughs> well, I got my big break. Here I, we go. No, I don't get to talk. Um, <laughs> Well, at least people can see your face. Well, no, I'm in a suit. <laughs> oh. And, I, and I'm working with, with Pee Wee Herman. Well, at least you don't have lines to memorize. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Blocking. That's what they call uh, non-talking <laughs> movement oh, on stage. Hollywood. Very good. <laughs> very, very good. Uh, time now for Today in History. Time now for Today. This kind of has a Broadway tie-in. Oh, I love it. 1804. Who... Who drew Powell? Who yes. mortally wounded Alexander Hamilton in a pistol duel? Aaron Burr. Very good, Aaron Burr. Did you see the play? I did. I tried to talk that guy out of taking that role. <laughs> I said, why would you take a role when you could be at a TV show? Leslie Odom. Leslie Odom Jr. I tried to talk. He was on Gotham. I, I'm not kidding you. We're in the van. He's like, I just booked this big procedural on CBS. I'm like, congratulations. Like, I had to call and beg him to let me out. I'm like, why? Because I'm doing this musical about Alexander Hamilton. I'm like, what? Get out of your mind. Yeah, buddy. Get Everybody out of here. wants to watch the Founding Fathers rap. Exactly. Sure. Good luck with that. I, I mean, I remember. I'm like, are you sure you want to do that? I'm saying this to him. And now he's like, you know. So, yeah, not always. You never catch. know. You never know. Nope. That'll, that'll never happen. Know. I doubt if there'll be any... A series of Revolutionary War era <laughs> hip hop musicals. I think this will be the only one. That really I, yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's see now. Um, what else is going on here? Oh, Babe Ruth, nineteen fourteen, made his major league baseball debut, Ooh. and perhaps the greatest player since Babe Ruth is currently playing the game. Yeah, yeah. Otani. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Greatest yeah. two way for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I uh, want to play Babe Ruth. I would love to play Babe Ruth. You could play Babe Ruth. You could Ruth. do that. Yeah. I mean. They'd give you a nose prosthetic and yeah. 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 Definitely. But but it, what a character. Sure. Yeah. That would be so fun. Um, yeah. You'd be good. That, that'd work for you. Yeah. yeah. Could um, you quickly write the screenplay, Tom? <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I, well, did you ever see the movie The Babe Ruth Story with William Bendix? No. It's unintentionally hilarious. <laughs> 
there's a scene there's a scene where they go into a bar and babe is drinking milk <laughs> and they have william bendix portraying babe as a teenager and as an adult oh boy so when they show him as a teen he looks 50 and out of shape <laughs> great. uh let's see here we go 1934 who uh traveled through the panama canal famously 1934. 1934. David Lee Roth. That's, how, that's where he wrote the song. <laughs> I believe that's about a stripper named Panama. Oh, uh, I think was, you've got it, your facts right. It would have been, been FDR, not David Lee. Oh, FDR. Uh, okay, uh, well, on this down. date, uh, the great song. He was in an inner tube. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a barrel. It wasn't uh, one of those rowboats with the swans. I'll tell no, you that much. it wasn't. Uh, uh, 1969, Space Oddity. From David Bowie is released. Like My that. wife pronounces it Bowie. Yes, they. they yeah. I was listening to a whole podcast and they kept saying Bowie. Yeah. Bowie, yeah. exactly. English. My wife, who you can find at Soulful Warrior Collective on Instagram, she's a great yoga instructor. Nice plug. I'm gonna be huge. I'm gonna get so much. Where, 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 where do you? Where find do we find Soulful it? Warrior Collective? Soul. Soulful, like your soul. Right. Warrior, like I'm a warrior. Right. And collective, we're all in it together. Oh, how nice. And you too. Yeah. A little yoga social. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is what we call, this is the Marx position where you pay for everyone else to attend. You pay for everyone else to attend. Uh, Okay, here's one for you. I love this guy's name. 1274, happy birthday, Robert the Bruce. Wait. Robert the Bruce? Yeah, he was the uh, king of Scots in the 12th century. Mm -hmm. I want to play him too. (laughs) <laughs> well, since no one knows what he looks like, I'm sure you could, you'd get away with it. This probably like I'm like groundskeeper Willie. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. the same same accent. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It sounds like the name of a drag person, right there. Robert the Bruce. Robert the Bruce. Robert okay, the Bruce. <laughs> uh, I see. <laughs> Bob the Bruce could also be a verb. <laughs> <laughs> John Quincy Adams, born in this date in uh, 1767. President and medical examiner, John Mm. Quincy Adams. Of course. Uh, (laughs) What a great show that was. Maybe that should be the next hip-hop musical. Quincy. Quincy Emmy. Jack Lugman. (laughs) Wait, now is that who your favorite actor played? Did Paul Giamatti play John Quincy? Or he played... He did play... uh, He played John Adams. John Adams. Yeah. 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 Not not the Quincy. Uh, E.B. White, born in 1899, the author of Charlotte's Web. And co-author of uh, some pig. Elements of Style, Elements of style with style. Strunk, which a lot of people yep. need to Terrific read. read. <laughs> it's easy read, small book. Every Sunday I read it. <laughs> You're sitting on the beach and you have the Elements of Style. Elements of Style. Huh. <laughs> and yet it's and not that's about, why you dress so It's not well. about fashion. <laughs> yes. Born in 1920, uh, probably the most famous bald white guy at the time, Ewell Brenner. Oh, oh. Mm. Way before, yes. way before yeah. white king dudes started shaving their head. Yep. He, he was, wasn't. He wasn't white and king and I, was he? <laughs> oh, yeah, Hollywood used to. They had some fun, man. <laughs> some enchanted evening. Uh, wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> Time now for things we learned on the Bob and Tom show. Chick McGee had some mouth issues today. He wouldn't keep it shut. Am I right? Hey, no. Had to leave early. Some, some dental work. Yes. Uh, Chick takes the salt shaker with him into the movie theater. He steals it from the concession stand. That's why they chain him down. That's exactly Thanks. right. Uh, Tom has menu anxiety at a restaurant. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know yep. why. I couldn't possibly pick what to eat myself. Tom, oh, did you mention that I li- would like to have elegant restaurants put pictures of their food? <laughs> yes. 
You wouldn't. You love pictures, but you do not care for those quote squares with the goofy stuff in them. <laughs> <laughs> Willie, do you remember what he was referring to? A the QR, QR code. code. That's right. <laughs> don't you hate that? Yes. yes. I don't want it to. Then you're no. staring at your phone. Yes. And then, then just people just keep staring. They get the QR code and they just keep staring at the phone <laughs> exactly. and don't talk to anyone. Yes. Drew Powell is working on uh, one of the most important. Uh, non-dialogue aspects of acting clutching one's pearls <gasps> oh. oh he's getting very good at it. yeah man very good <laughs> willie once bombed so hard at a comedy club he heard the soda gun from the back of the club <laughs> <laughs> oh wow oh, very, man. double very, jack and diet pepsi fun uh i uh, of course worked uh, in cinematics as i yes, like to call it I, I was in the movie theater business uh-huh. chick took issue with me saying mm. that but it's we learned that you spliced movies i had no idea that's exactly right and he got mad at me because I was I tipped the uh, you know slip a, slip a five to the kid that made my popcorn. They don't need to be tipped. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You're a generous I, man. The garbage one was hilarious to me. Like, do you, you like, did you say you like put it on the garbage can? Yeah. How did you? How did you? T- did what you come did, out and tip them? Yeah. At, at Christmas time, you you tip well, the garbage guy. Yeah. That's kind of you're a good guys. man, Tom. Yeah. yeah. Regardless of what anybody says. Thank you. I'm going to tip for that. If I had any cash, I'd, I'd slip you a thin. <laughs> I'll take Thank it. you, Drew Powell. Thanks for stopping by. This I is love the Bob you guys. and Tom Show. For a complete copy of the Bob and Tom Show contest rules, go to bobandtom.com slash contest dash rules. Or just scroll down to the bottom of the page and see contest rules. This is the Bob and Tom Show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.